We're pushing to the website, and we are live. Okay, let's just do one last thing. The levels is good. The levels is good. The levels, the levels is good. Okay, okay, okay. Big man, you want to hear some hot takes? Let's see how woke you are. You know something about podcasts? Hell, dig up it. You kidding me or what, man? I got these three drunk uncles with a sports podcast. They say they got fire takes. Pure fuego. You find them wherever you listen to podcasts at. If it's what they say it is, you like and you subscribe. Listen, like, and subscribe, yeah. You know how to call into the show? Yeah, man. Do the Podbean app. You'll need headphones with a mic to call in. That's no problem, man. They'll also be at Sharky's, 8.07 p.m. on the first Wednesdays of the month. You may get some free Bluetooth. And they keep receipts or so. If anything happens in the sports world, Mighty's gonna drop a take faster than a rabbit gets fucked. There's only three things I have in this world. My word, my balls, and this podcast. And I don't break them for nobody. My team sports season seven. I think that's my cue. <clears throat> oh shit! What it do? Evening and welcome back. To another edition of the My T Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one annoying dollar throw my dealer. It is another Fuego day in the hottest city in the world. It is January 28th. Can you believe? I ain't gonna lie. January kind of, kind of, see, I don't want to say this, right? And then next thing you know, I'm gonna jinx it for the rest of the year. Right? Because there's a part of me that wants to be like, hey, yo. January kind of crawled through here. Like, it just kind of took its time and just kind of moosey through the self. It's like, you know what? You know what? We know that 2021 was kind of fast-paced, you know, and you kind of just flew through it. Let's go ahead and just slow this down for you. Let you ease into 2020 also. I mean, 2022. And just relax a little bit. That's what I feel like happened here. But it's the Mighty Sports Podcast. We don't get any time to relax. Thank you, Punisher, for joining the podcast. I already see people joining in from the um, from our from our call-in hotline that we utilize, that we use through the Podbean app. I see that I see the I see that those phone lines stolen to back up. Don't worry, we'll open we'll open up the Bluetooth get in hotline and get you callers in here pretty soon, folks. But folks, we got a big podcast for you today. We got a big podcast for you today, as always. It's the season seven, episode fifty-six, excerpt three hundred and eighty-nine of the My T Sports Podcast, folks. And we got a fanboy being ejected well I'm, I'm listen I, I think I'm just about ready for Julius Randle to be traded apparently Jeff Garcia El Jefe is a racist and then there's Jeff there's Harden trade 
rumors out there. There's Hall of Famers retiring. We got Booker out there continuing to make Suns history. Apparently, folks, if you're playing the NFL, depending on what team you play for, sharing may be caring. We got a little bit of lot of side of sports for you guys. NIL, right? NIL is starting to pay off for players. We got some Rock Nation sports report. Championship round of football is here. We got all stars. We got we got the all star roster being released. We got all that and more. I don't even know if we're gonna be able to get into all of that into one podcast. But we gonna try. They said we was gonna have highs today of 77, lows of 47. Current temperature right now is a nice little cool 62 degrees. Got the windows open. It still ain't cool enough. But you know what we say here on the podcast, right? Regardless of the time. Take that, take that, take that. And regardless of the weather. You play to win the game. Hello? It's always a good time for us to light up a joint, take a sip of our drink, and talk some sports. If you got your drink ready, go ahead and stir that shit up. So... We can start talking. Woo! Back at it like a sports fanatic. There's two things you don't know about me, Joe Rogan. I love sports. My T Sports. Alright, folks, before we get into the podcast, right? We said a little something that we like to do, and we like to give a shout out for everybody that had a for everybody that, that I know that I know that had a birthday from the last time that we spoke. And to be honest with you, if I don't if I didn't write your birthday down, it's only because I get all my birthdays from Facebook. Let's let's be honest. Let's be honest. Let's be for real. Let's be fun. Let's be honest. Let's be real. I get all my I get all my birthday reminders from Facebook. So if your Facebook didn't give me a birthday reminder for you today, then guess what? I ain't get it, B. And I ain't gonna remember either. Just say I don't I don't mean to. It's just how things are. That's just the way it is. Things would never be the same. But hey yo, DJ Mighty, do me a favor real quick. Go ahead and drop that birthday B so we can get this birthday party started. How you do this? Yeah, it's your birthday. We said it's your birthday. Check it, check it, yeah. Check it, check it, yeah. If you know the words, so go ahead and sing along. We gonna pick up again. Because it's your birthday, we sing happy birthday. Check it, check it, yeah. Check it, check it, yeah. All right, I had no birthdays for the 27. I only had one birthday for the 20. What's going on, J Lo? I went to the podcast. And I only had one birthday for the 28th. And now one birthday for the 28th happens to go to C now Mile. Oh, we, uh, we just used to call you C, former co-worker of uh, now I mean real cool homegirls. You know what I mean? Like, I like to I, I actually I like to call him. I send him an apple. You know. <laughs> Let me stop before I get myself in trouble. My little Asian sensation, my Asian delight. I'm just saying, yo, I'm trying to get myself a bowl bowl real quick. Yeah, yo. Mm, 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 mm. That's, all, that's the only birthday that we got off, that we got right now to start off the birthday shout outs, right? So to see now, we just want to say happy birthday. We hope you party hard. Hope you enjoy everything. We hope you regret nothing. But more importantly, we hope you. What's going on, Kells? How you doing? Welcome to the show. I see you joining us with the behind the scenes camera. We hope you continue to get your weekend at Bernie's on. It's the weekend, too. Your birthday popped up on the weekend. Oh, goodness gracious. Just continue to stay. My T. Alrighty, folks. 
Good, DJ Mighty. Go ahead and cut that beat for me. Alright, let's get into our first topic of the day, folks. You know how I like to do. You guys really know how I like to do. I like to start off my comment. I like to start off every single podcast. Every single podcast with a little bit of next talk, right? So I'm just getting into a little bit of next talk, our next talk. Let's let's pump our next talk, our next talk. You know whether it's light, whether it's dark, whether they win, whether they lose. Listen, it's because I choose what I choose. I'm gonna get into my next talk, my next talk. So let's go ahead and talk some New York Knicks. Nope, we're gonna pump the brakes on that one. Your regularly scheduled Knicks talk has been canceled today, because and it's been interrupted so that you can get that grizzly. Hey yo, it's one of those kind of days. <laughs> Let me tell you guys why I did that, right? Because apparently, ESPN decided to go ahead and piss off. The young point guard, the jaw dropper himself, Ja Morant, folks. And how did he do this? How did he do this? Eh, nothing much. The other day we had Knicks versus we had Knicks versus Heat on the other day, right? Knicks, uh, Knicks end up taking a really bad loss to the Miami Heat. But I'm over, well, we over here sitting, and I'm over here like watching. I'm, I'm thinking to myself like, damn, I don't remember this game. Being supposed to be on national television. And I realized why I didn't think that this game was supposed to be on national television. And that is because ESPN, they flexed a game. And and the game that they flexed was the San Antonio, was, was the Memphis Grizzlies at San Antonio for New York. Now... The New Yorker in me has no problem with this any day, all day. I'm going to watch my Knicks regardless. You know, I'm used to Minnesota. I give it to you how you forte, right? <sighs> Man, I miss, I, miss, I miss forte in fantasy football. Man. Sipping with my yakety yak. Don't talk back. Right, so they, they, they flex this game. And we, got, and we got Miami Heat versus New York. And the only, the only problem that, that is here is that Games like that, cause we're, cause I'm down here in South Florida. We 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 right there on the, on the here follicles of Miami, you know what I mean? And when they have a game like that, it, we get blacked out for those games. You know what I mean? So, so kind of sucks. So, so you can't just so you so you can't just find those games normally. Actually, don't you put those? Actually, I'm I'm, think, I'm talking about it from the NBA pass kind of standpoint. That's what actually what makes me realize that oh shit, there's a local game on. <laughs> Let's go ahead and catch this. So obviously, John Morant got got a hold of this. He sent out a he sent out a tweet because that's how you communicate, whether 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 you're whether you're it's friendly or it's hostile. Like he sent out a little tweet. Really, ESPN? That's what we doing? But you know, you guys know you're not supposed to upset the jaw. You can't upset jaws. So Jaw was pissed off. Jaw was pissed off, and not for nothing. From a entertainment standpoint, if it didn't have the Knicks involved in it, I would probably most likely want. Actually, never. I would most likely want to watch Memphis Grizzlies and John Morant. Even tonight, even even Wednesday night's game when we were when we were recording. You know what? After a certain amount of time, I'm like, yo, let's go see what let's go see what John Morant is doing over there. 
So I'm not, I, I'm not completely, I'm not completely shocked that John Morant would have been upset that, that the that the, his game got got flexed. You know, in the, I guess, I don't know. I, anytime I think of a game being flexed, I always think more of a football game, right, than a basketball game being flexed. But you know, in a, in a basketball world, you know, he, his game was flexed, and. His game was flexed, and he put on a show. See, that's the bad thing about it, because John Morant, he's a showman. If you don't watch... Okay, let, let's be serious right now. If you are not watching Memphis Grizzlies games, and you like the NBA, and you have a way to watch all games, or when they come on television, if you could, if you be like, ah, it's Memphis, I don't... No, 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 no. You really don't know basketball, and you haven't been paying attention this year at all. Memphis Grizzlies is a team to watch. They are first in their division. They are their conference only behind the Golden State Warriors and uh, Phoenix Suns. And you have to remember, the Memphis Grizzlies share a division with obviously uh, Houston Rockets, San Antonio Spurs, Dallas Mavericks, and New Orleans Pelicans. Is New Orleans the last team? I think so. I think so. And they're a cut above all of them behind third-year point guard John Morant. Who, like I said, is a showman. He has that Jordan Kobe-ness in him. Where he knows the cameras are on. And he knows what days is a national televised game for him. And he came out planning to ball. And whether the, and whether it was nationally televised or not, ball he did. 41 points, 8 assists, 5 rebounds, 2 steals. Got Jared Jackson Jr. there adding 22 points. They got 18 from, 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 from... Uh, that's San Antonio. My, my screen just refreshed. They got 20 from Bain. That's the rookie that they picked up last year. So, so this should be his sophomore year. Yeah, because I think Bain was the rookie the rookie that I paid it, that I watched last year. Only so I can keep an eye on job. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. The only reason why I chose Bain as my rookie to watch last year was just so I could keep an eye on John Morant. No lie, no lie, no lie, no lie. So that was a pissed off John Morant, and John Morant is one of those dudes that he puts on the show. Like if you don't watch John Morant play, like you are so you are missing. I, I don't know who to compare him to. It's like watching Allen Iverson, Derrick Rose, and Russell Westbrook all in one, coming down the lane. It's 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 crazy. The way that he but he attacks that rim, I guess, is, is, is kind of like Russell Westbrook, like the kind of the kind of ferocity that he attacks that rim with, and and <clears throat> I'll never forget when that draft came out as a Knicks fan with the third pick. I was really hoping he would fall to the Knicks. I was really, really hoping he would fall to the Knicks. I ain't gonna lie to you. I would have picked the number one if I had the number one pick. 
Like, I'm sorry, Zion Williamson was a, was is still to me Kenneth Reed with better PR. Which listen, guys, again, remember, the the the, the ball eagle is just a vulture with better PR. So 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 right. So so it's not necessarily a, a horrible thing. But that's all he was to me. And Zion Williamson still hasn't played enough games for me to even think that he's worth his weight in gold. And that's a lot of weight. I remember, yeah, I remember that when that draft came around. I just kept on thinking to myself, self, I really hope the Memphis Grizzlies do something foolish. I really hope, self, that... That surgery that John Morant had, that little cleanup surgery, was going to be enough for Memphis Grizzlies not to want to pull the trigger on him. It would have scared them off just enough so the New York Knicks could have gotten the point guard that they so, so, so overly deserve. You know what's crazy? When the point guard that you want just manages to always go one pick before you're ready to pick... And then also in those other years, all the other guys that you could have gotten, if you were just managed right. All them years, Phil Jackson was just out there throwing away draft picks because he was trying to get people for his triangle. Wasting draft picks on like Frank Milikina and Kevin Knox and... So the Memphis Grizzlies, they beat the San Antonio Spurs 118 to 110 behind John Morant's 41 points. They remain they remain first in like I said, they remain first in the division, third in the conference. And remember that remember that third is saying that they're better than Portland. They're better than the Lakers, who have the similar record to the New York Knicks. Let me keep reminding Knicks fan that so you can find a little a little ray of sunshine when you look into that deep dark hole of what is the New York Knicks. We're gonna talk about these New York Knicks in a second. So, so John Morant is right there. And then I think they're playing. Are they playing again tonight? No, no. Actually, I don't know if they're playing tonight. Actually, where, where is their schedule? I could have swore I had their schedule up here. They play again. Yep, tonight. They're live right now playing against Utah. And not for nothing. I don't have that game on because I'm, I have the national televised game on between the Hornets and the Lakers. And that's only because I wanted to talk about... <clears throat> I wanted to talk about about, about um, LaMelo a little bit later on in the show. So we're going to keep this here for a while. And then we're going to switch over to the Memphis Grizzlies game. Because it looks like that this Hornets game is just about a wrap. But it's a wrap in a good way. Russell Westbrook, 5 points, 1 for 3 field goals, 2 assists, negative 27 plus minus. Yo, what is going on with Russell Westbrook? What's going on with Russell Westbrook is, is absolutely... Heartbreaking in a sense, right? Depending on depending on what side of the coin that you look at, right? If you were never a fan of Russell Westbrook, you see this, and and and, and I guess you're over here like, oh, well, see, this is Russell Westbrook. He was always overrated. All he did was chase stats. Ah, uh, I don't care what he was doing. Whatever he was doing before was winning. Those stats that he was chasing, when he doesn't get those stats on whatever team he does, he's on, they don't win. 
is that stat chasing or is that utilizing a player to their to their best efficiency? Because I still remind people when everybody used to talk shit about Russell Westbrook and and his stat chasing numbers, putting up historic triple double numbers, and if triple doubles were that easy and so easy to stuff stat, how come the greatest players in the world can't do it? How come the LeBron James of the world can't do it? He's six foot eight, two hundred and eighty five pounds with less than two percent body fat. How how come the how come your Dwight Howard's in his day couldn't do it? How come how come your Kevin Garnett's in his day couldn't do it? How come Kevin Love can't do it? How come Shaq couldn't do it? Like do you understand all these people that you talk about? How come Kevin Kevin Dun Kevin Durant couldn't do it? How 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 come how come uh what Kevin Hart couldn't? I'm joking now. <laughs> You understand what I'm saying, though, right? If it was that easy, be like, oh, he's just stuffing his stats. If it was that easy to do. Every every more people would get triple doubles. If it was that easy just to stuff your stats and get a triple double, a triple double we're talking about here. The number one thing to remember about Russell Westbrook's tri um, triple double stats is that his teams win 75% of the times when he posts up a triple double. If that is not a reason to try to get a triple-double every single night that you play, then I don't know what is. And if you're out there not trying to get a triple-double every single night, why the fuck are you on the court? You should be trying to get 10-plus assists every night. You should be trying to get 10-plus rebounds every night. You should be trying to get 10-plus points every night. Why the fuck are you on the court then? I would hope every single player on the court is trying to get a triple-double because you should be trying to do the most to help your team win. And doing the most to help your team win made me get a triple-double every single night. I see the Lakers struggling, but also I see Russell Westbrook not getting triple-doubles. And then I see the times that he got triple-doubles, they won the majority of those nights. I'm just saying. There's a lot of things analytics are used for. Common sense is not one of them. I know, I know teams that have LeBron on it, it's used to be in the LeBron show, but to win with a Russell Westbrook, this needs to be the Russell Westbrook show. And LeBron needs to understand, like, yo, I can play off of, which I understand, I, I don't understand why he didn't start playing off of Russ to begin with. Like, I really don't understand why he didn't, they didn't start playing off of Russ to begin with, but... I don't blame Russ, and I don't blame James, and I, I, and I don't play, I don't blame GM, head coach, um, slash owner LeBron James. I actually blame um, um Frank Vogel, aka Rob Lowe. No, that's not sorry, that's not Rob Lowe. That's the president of operations. I don't, I blame Frank Vogel, aka uh 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 Jim Carrey. There we go. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. That's Rick Carlisle in in Boston. Never mind. <laughs> okay, I just blame Frank Vogel. <laughs> I display Frank Vogel because he's not putting in the proper lineups around Russell Westbrook. For Russell Westbrook, kind of like LeBron James, you need shooters around these guys when you're on the court. Like, how much offense are you going to give up for defense? If Russell Westbrook is a guy that needs wide open lanes. So that he can blow by his mind and attack the rim. Why are you not surrounding him with shooters to space the floor? Instead, you're putting Russell Westbrook on the floor with Dwight Howard and Bradley Beal 
and Rajah Rondo and Trev. Where's the fucking scoring coming from? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not even a Lakers fan like that. But I am a Russell Westbrook fan and I am a Camilla Anthony fan. And and I knew from the beginning that they were going to be used to scapegoats. I wasn't even trying to talk Lakers right here. <clears throat> right? But for the people that's looking at the Lakers struggle, right? And, and if there's any Lakers fans that are, that, that, that are out there, honestly look at the lineups that they are utilizing around your key stars. You have two primary ball handlers that they need to folk that they need to build this team around. Whether you're building your bench around or you're building your starter around. But they need to build whatever lineup around them is when they are on the court or you plan on using them as the primary ball handler. That lineup isn't shitloads of defense. You have enough guys that can play offense that can also play enough defense on the other end. What you need to do is get, get them with enough shooters. Talon and Nunn and, and, and Melo and Anthony Davis. Talon, Melo, Anthony Davis. With Russell Westbrook. And even maybe LeBron James. But it can't be Bradley Beal and Dwight Howard and Trevor Ariza. Just basically black hole of offense, black hole of offense, black hole of offense. Look at it non-critical. Step back for a second. I understand that players need to start need to also figure like get on the corner and figure some things out. But players are players and players get coached. And they make the best out of the situation that they're coached into. And I don't know if Frank Vogel no longer has say so in this veteran team. If he's lost the pulse or if he's just coaching him bad. But something, there's a disconnect on how they're utilizing this team. Now, right now on the court, they have Camilla Anthony with, I forget his name, DeAndre Jordan. So that's a black hole of offense. Did I see? Let's see, let's see. That looks like Bradley. So there goes another black hole of offense. So there's Russell Westbrook and Camilla Anthony. Only two guys that can space the floor. So now, so now you at least have two defenders that can clog the lane anytime they see Russell Westbrook coming down. And of course it's Russell Westbrook. So they're going to back up and let him shoot anyway. So that's three defenders. That's, 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 that's probably guarding the paint. Or tentatively guarding the paint. And who is their fifth member on the court? Let's see. Melo. Bradley. A.V. Bradley. Jordan, Camilla Anthony, and LaMelo, <laughs> the, the young Melo, just hit a shot over the old Melo, three-pointer, Lakers up by 20. Yeah, that shit crazy. Lakers fans, don't, don't fear, like, you have the team. You definitely have the team. I don't think you're being coached right. I, I don't think you're being coached right at all, and that may be the and that may be the problem. But you know what? Though? Let, let, let's 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 talk about our own house for a minute, right? Let's let's keep things where we live, right? And where we live is in Nick Nation. And if you're an, if you're a Knicks fan, like let us a little bit of three hundred five to my city because the New York Knicks played played the Miami Heat the other day, and. 
they they very well got the brakes beat off of them and we're and we're about to have a little break pretty soon here as we're about to have our 21 light salute folks and what our 21 light salute happens to be something that was started by one of the drunk uncles of the podcast right and that is and that is from mark and what mark does is that he likes to flick on his lights seven times in honor of all of those that have been affected by covid so when you hear that little chime go off in just a few seconds that will be our our indication to go ahead and flick our light seven times for everybody that has been affected by COVID. Whenever you've been affected negative, mainly for those who have been affected negatively, anybody that's been affected adversely, I like to say. This is going to be for you in just a second. And then when that and then when that turns around, we'll come back in and we'll we'll continue with our next talk, right? We'll 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 we're gonna have a we're gonna have a lot of New York talk today. There we go. There's a reminder for Talon. Mm. So if you guys don't mind, we're going to flick our lights. There goes one. We're not done. There goes two from me to you. There goes three. Whew. Boy, 2020 really didn't make it. 2019 really didn't make history. There goes four. Just a few more. There goes five for those alive. There goes six all in the mix. There goes seven for all those lost in heaven. And that right there is our 21 light slew. We flick our lights seven times for all those that have been lost. So let's continue with this Knicks game. Right? The New York Knicks took on the Miami here, and they came down here to play Miami, right? And friends of mine, friend of mine, friends of mine went to this game. Our our, our homeboy DJ Scepter went to this game again. Mm. Our other co-host, one the other drunk uncle of the podcast, um, KJ, he was at that game as well. And it was a game with the New York Knicks. They end up losing to the Miami Heat, folks. It was been a close game, folks. It was one ten to ninety six. The Miami Heat led from um from they, they basically they beat them from pillar to post. Led this game the whole entire way, and they and they never looked back. I am at a point right now. I am one hundred percent ready to trade Julian. Though I have I've came through the door and I've said it before. Julius ain't that dude no more. We got a lot of games around the league right now. Orlando beating the brakes off of Detroit, one hundred three to seventy nine. Um, as we told you, Charlotte beating the Lakers, seventy one to fifty one. We have we have Atlanta beating Boston, seventy to sixty three. Uh, Denver over New Orleans, forty eight to forty two. Miami beating the Clippers, forty eight to thirty nine. We have Houston losing to Portland. Who? That's a whole lot to a whole little. Forty six to sixty one. That's in the second. And look at like we're going into halftime. With the Memphis Grizzlies game pretty soon, with Memphis leading 49, sorry, 59 to 49, and we're gonna be going over to that game pretty shortly here. So we'll be probably be catching a full second half of that game, folks. Indianapolis and Oklahoma City just went into halftime, 54-51. Oklahoma City, we have 39. Oh, oh no, that that's being updated, 41 to 32. Chicago over San Antonio as well, folks. Like I said, there's a lot of games on tonight. A lot of games on this Friday night. We'll go ahead and keep you updated with a couple of scores and, and whichever games that we may be having on in front of us. <clears throat> so, like I said, a little bit of 305 to my city, right? Where we get it, we get it. All right, so so big up to Miami. Let's give Miami their deal dudes because Miami, Miami definitely came out there and, and they got their victory. Like I said... In the first in the first quarter, they opened up a fourteen point lead and they never looked back. Honestly, never looked back. The end 
the end of the game, the New York Knicks outscored. Now, the fourth quarter, New York Knicks outscored the Heat by 10. And as you can see, they still lost by 14. Obi Toppins had, a, had another one of his greatly positives minus games. I'm putting up a plus 20, 18 points in 21 minutes. See, let's... Let, let, let's 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 say the line the hidden line that nobody else is saying first right if you're going to look this bad i'd rather you play all of the young guys if we're gonna struggle this bad i will rather you play the young guys but it, so what we have here right is almost the bench squad is always carrying this team now. Always carrying this team. Our starting lineup of of, of Kimba Walker as he starts another game for us plays uh, what what was it? 19 minutes? Pull that back up. Pull that back up. He yeah, Kimba Walker. Waka 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 waka. 19 minutes, 2 for 8, 7 points minus 30. RJ Barrett, 24 points. 6 and 11 shooting. It's not bad. Again, see, there goes R.J. Barrett again. Right around... Oh, sorry, that's 24 minutes. Sorry, 17.611 shooting. The highest score on the team was Obi Toppins off the bench with 18 points. So that lets you know that R.J. Barrett had the second most points on the team. 24 minutes. 24 minutes, folks. But negative 36. Evan Fournier, negative 27. Kimball Walker, negative 30. Mitchell Robinson, negative 18. And the biggest fuck of all, Julius Randle, negative 34. 5 for 12 shooting. Took the most shot, missed the most shots. 11 points. Emmanuel quickly off the bench. Fourth, um, um, 12 points. Now, 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 as we know, Emmanuel quickly could be a little bit streaky at times. But you have to understand that the New York Knicks start like they, this. This this is what this is where uh, this is what got Kimball Walker benched the first time. The New York Knicks starting lineup comprised of Kimball Walker, Evan Fournier, R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle, and Mitchell Robinson happens to be one of the worst plus minus teams in the league with like a plus minus of like 134 some ridiculous shit like that they're top three they're all they're, they're in the bottom three now Kimmel Walker has made his way into the, back into the lineup and I'm assuming that it could only be because maybe they're trying to try they're trying to, trying to find trade value for him because even after his his admirable performances after he after his benching we had after his coach's decision to bench him then he had to be benched after like five games just to give his knees some rest again because he should have never been playing this many minutes if you can't start you can't start put in the young guys I know I know you're like oh I don't want to I don't want to disrupt what's going on with this young with, um, with this young bench no 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 you're, you're being retorted what this bench squad is showing you that they, they can all ball and that they deserve more minutes. And and what you're trying to do is that you're trying to preserve him like, oh, I don't want to break up this. Break that shit the fuck up. 
Because they may be better as starters. You may want to start the game with that kind of energy versus trying to get it in the middle of the game. Or towards the end of the game. It's so frustrating being a Knicks fan right now. It is so frustrating. Because you can see the fuck-ups. And, and, and you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? I saw this in, I saw this when the Knicks were 5-1. and one. That however they were playing, something just was not right. Like, like it, it was not passing the smell test at all. And what makes matters worse about the lineup, or the lineups, and how they're being coached offensively, defensively, culture-wise, the culture has been fixed. I'll tell you that much. The culture has been fixed. Coach in has been fixed. But we're not being coached right. some point in time, the goalposts got moving and the original message got lost. It was supposed to be a young team that we were going to develop that we was going to try to get some wins in while we developed. Last year was an admiration. And, and, what, and, and, reason, and the number one reason why it was in admiration was due to the number one culprit and the, the biggest robber of them all. And that is... Julius Cornelius Randall. And what ended up happening is that Julius Randall has reverted to his old self. We're talking about we got old empty cyclone again. Mr. Hurricane Warning. That's how I want to <laughs> Like that's what he is to me. Like he's a hurricane warning. Like he's he's basically what we get in we get in South Florida for the majority of ten years. Like oh we have a warning off the off of the shore, a warning off of the shore. You get some light rain, a few wind, but nothing ever damaging. Maybe like ten, but but every man once every ten years, like once every ten games, he has a great performance. So when see when you, when this happens, it makes you wonder about so many things, right? Is he one of those guys that he only played well because he was getting that bag? Was he one of those guys that only benefited? Or, let's just say, was he one of those guys that only benefited because there were no fans? Or did he or did or did the or did the league just kind of figure him out? It's one of those three things, right? And when the playoffs started. You started. You started to see the decline in Julius Randle's play, and we kind of chalked it up to okay, Atlanta's cr is honing in on him. They're forcing him to struggle. They're bringing him into a role that he's not used to. But also, what if it does have to do with the fact that fans are there, and there's now expectation? There's a reason why some dudes just n are never that guy. And by all of his actions, he, he showed me every day why he was never that guy. It makes me wonder that when the games were basically glorified practices, in a way, right? It's basically glorified practice. There's no fans there. All right, at the most, coming through that season, there may have been like 2,000 or 1,000 fans there. But for the most part, there's no fans there. So it's like playing in the gym in practice. There's barely anybody there. There's a little bit of chirping, a little bit of noise, whatever you can hear from the P. You know what I mean? 
But nobody you really have to worry about. Those thousand fans that were there, they were going to cheer regardless of what. And then you saw they get some real fans in there. So it makes me wonder, which one was it? Was it the, was it the introduction of the fans? Was it the, was it the league figuring him out? Or was Julius Randle pulling the old gang jitsu over our eyes? Basically, I'm trying to figure out it wasn't all an illusion. Because as, as it currently stands, there's so many players on the New York Knicks and I'm ready to trade. It's not even funny. I'm half ready to trade Mitchell Robinson. I'm ready to trade Julius Randle. I'm ready to trade Kimball Walker. I'm ready to trade Evan Fournier. But that's really only because I'm ready for Emmanuel quickly to start. I'm ready for R.J. Barrett to, to be in a more up-tempo offense and to be the pseudo number one guy. I'm ready for Obi Toppin to start. I'm ready for Quentin Grimes to start. So he could play both sides. Like, you understand? I just listen, in my 2K, none of these guys, uh, none of those old, none of those vets get burned. Just let you guys know right now. I played the two gold. I got well, I lost quickly. So I got Grimes coming in coming in at the one. Just harass that point guard all day long. Just stay in his chest. Do you know what I mean? Just, just interrupt his whole man meet. I got RJ at my three. I put I, I put Obi at my four. They had some young un, unknown center. Like I put him as a, as the number two center off the, off the bench. Like I got Mitchell Robinson playing, but only sixteen minutes. I got some other young center. It ain't Sims, but some other young center with fifteen minutes. And then I got Nelson over there with four minutes, with fourteen minutes. And you would think I got Taj over there kicking, kicking out the rest. Nope, nope, nope. Rest of those minutes go to Obi. Obi plays the rest of them. Obi, Obi will play some the rest of the time at five. But taking out, taking out, removing myself from video game world. From a statistical standpoint, we just we just kind of told you that the plus minus for the starting lineup for the New York Knicks or our runners, well, the plus minus for the new for for the new for the New York Knicks bench is one of the best in the league. Now, I know I'm a cancer center, and I believe in my yin yang and my balance and my ebb and my flow. But this is ridiculous because this is not even giving you ebbs and flow. Well, maybe it does. Maybe that's why you're a 500 team. My yak is starting to talk like me. Maybe so. Maybe that if I'm starting to pick up my rate of speech, you understand that's why my yakety yak is starting to talk back. But I am ready to get rid of Julius more than anything because what we have now is old, empty cyclone, and now I'm at the point where I don't think there's a lineup out there that I that if somebody came to me now and offered me some, let's let's rephrase it. Let, let's back up. My stance if Julius Randle should be included in a trade for somebody better has completely changed from last year, which also changed from the year before. Because two years ago, I would have told you we need to get Julius Julius Randle's empty calories, old empty cyclone, um, hurricane warning ass out of here. Last year, I was like, okay, he's still not that dude, but he at least showed you, like, maybe if you put that guy beside him, Maybe he can be that. Maybe he can be that second piece as a good B guy and get up, get you a solid eighteen and grind one out. Maybe even every once in a while, be the leading scorer because he's just hot that day. 
I'm no longer with. I'm no longer in that man in that in that frame of mind. I'm back to my original frame of um my original frame of thinking, and that is, Julius Randle just needs to go. The moment that you find trade equity for Julius Randle, you take Julius Randle, and you ship his ass out there, out of there immediately. What's going on? We got we got we got we got we got the co-host drunk Uncle KJ popping up with us. What's going on, pimping? See him pretty soon. He be going. He be in, he be in here. This, that's, so that's to let you know. I have a new name for Julius Randall. He is we calling him the he we calling him the empty cyclone. He's Mr. Hurricane Warning. Tired of him, just spinning, spinning, spinning. I got I ain't shit coming out of you. <laughs> like, look, they spinning, nigga. They spinning, they spinning. Well, for what? For what? So the New York Knicks, they they dropped another one to Miami, and not surprising. The Miami Heat have been have have been getting better, and it, and it was so weird, right? It was so funny that on just on Wednesday. <laughs> Just on Wednesday, KJ told me he left. He left that game early. I told you guys KJ was at that he left early. Yeah, he had to be tracking. Plus, I, plus, I that was a, one of those games. I don't know if I, if I want to be around Heat fans. Right. Like, so when it, so yeah, when it, I, I'm I'm completely done with Julius. I'm I'm back to that frame of thinking that Julius Reynolds is just a one big empty. Cyclone. He's a hurricane one. There's nothing. There's nothing that he's gonna be doing. <laughs> yeah, you had to work at six thirty and you stayed there. Listen, I I get it. And the, the Knicks put up nothing. And it was, you know, what was crazy because just that day, earlier that day, on the podcast, I should say. Oh, change doesn't have to happen. Change definitely doesn't have to happen. That day, earlier that day on that podcast, I was just wondering if the Miami Heat were being disrespected. Right, if they if we weren't paying it, if if the sports world, right, wasn't paying enough attention to the Miami Heat, the Miami Heat first in their conference. I think at the time they were also first, actually first in the first in their conference and first in the division, at the top, right. And I was wondering, like, oh shit, like, are, are the Miami Heat not being paid enough attention to, right? As, same, same way I wanted about the Memphis Grizzlies. I was wondering if uh, the Miami Heat, is the, uh, or the Miami Heat, not getting enough love for their position, for for, for how, how well they've been doing. Like I honestly thought that on Wednesday, and part of it was because we just heard about Jimmy. And I said again, Jimmy Butler broke LeBron James's all-time triple triple double record for the Miami Heat with ten. In a whole year less, right? But listen, they, they've had no. <clears throat> listen, they've had no superstar on, on on that team from years ago. Listen, remember, remember, years ago we were looking at this team. We, we were looking at this team, wondering like, when the fuck did they get the guy from the Flintstones on here? I didn't even know he played base. I didn't even know he played basketball. I didn't even know he was black. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, 
Like, cause that's 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 when that's when this this album that's when this team kind of began. It was after Dwayne Wade left, and they had nobody on this team, and this team had the Duncan Robinsons and the Tyler Heroes and the guy from the Flintstone, and you were like, how the fuck are they sitting here with the ninth seat? The ninth, I think they were ninth. They were they were fighting between the sixth and the ninth spot. Like, wait, who the hell do they have on their team? Went through their roster, couldn't recognize one name. I'm sorry, there, were, there was one name I recognized on that team. Udonis Haslam. No, no. Listen, no culture can 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 touch. No, yeah, you're right. No, no culture can really touch heat cultures. No, no, no. And that's only because they're the most modern of cultures, right? I, I feel like San Antonio's culture is is kind of fading away. They're 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 quietly fading into the, into the sunset. Doc Rivers is a culture in itself, so it's just it's just wherever he goes. So it's not really so much his one place, but him steadily. <laughs> one of the only few coaches to not really have a break in coaching for like a decade, but be on like, or like two decades, but also be like on four different teams. <laughs> um, oh yeah, he coaches is oh yeah, Warriors is Warriors is definitely one. War, Warrior Warriors is definitely one. Warriors is Warriors is definitely one, especially when you talk about modern day. And remember, he and and I, and I tell people this: Heat culture was solidified. In case Heat fans don't know this, I'll, I'll go ahead and remind Heat fans and everybody else in the world. Heat culture was solidified the day LeBron James tried to get Eric Spolcher fired and Pat Riley basically told his ass to shut up and dribble. And that was the one time it was okay. <laughs> like, the moment that happened... Everything changed for the Miami Heat culture because they realized, like, oh shit, okay, I guess this isn't gonna happen. Which is what, which I, I, I want to bring it up again to also bring up the fact that I know people already ready, already quite wondering if Tom Thibodeau is the coach for the Knicks. You won't know unless you give him the chance, the opportunity. Which is why, in the fourth year of his contract, he needs to get a six-year extension. He doesn't need to have a lame duck year. Nope, 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 nope. You need to solidify Tom Thibodeau as the head coach for this team for 10 years. If you're serious. Because what that does, it it, it makes it 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 makes it's, it's gonna do one thing as well, too. It's gonna make Knicks fans realize this is the coach. Shut the fuck up. Even though they won't shut the fuck up. But it's gonna let all the players around the league know. When you come to New York, this is the coach. When you come to New York, this is the guy in charge, right? It, it, like he's already done facts, not facts, fun things. <laughs> he's already he's already done things to let younger players on the team know that hey, I run this shit. And granted, he had great veterans to be able to take to take that message and, and receive it well, like Derrick Rose and Kimball Walker. You know what I mean? So so no doubt, shout out to Kimball Walker for his professionalism because. Waka, 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 waka. Could have, could have been a dick about it. So, I've been saying this from almost day one. If the New York Knicks are serious about Tom Thibodeau, I know Tom Thibodeau can be a headache, and he can, and he can wear on us. He, he's wearing on me right now. Trust me when I say Tom Thibodeau is wearing on me right now. Our starting lineup is the worst one of one of the worst three plus minuses in the league. While our bench is one of the best plus three plus minuses in the like. Are you fucking kidding me? 
Like if that ain't some yin yang and yin yang in this thing kind of shit. This is salt. This is salt and pepper. We need a little bit more salt shaker. <laughs> need to shake that shit up. So, orange and blue skies forever. So that's what I said. Like I've said this almost from the beginning. Tom Thibodeau in his fourth year needs to get a six-year extension. You you can't have him as a lame don't as a lame duck coach. You can't have the. Knicks players thinking that, oh, we can stop listening to this coach. We can override him. You don't want players to come to New York thinking that they can override him as well. You have to understand, when you come into New York, there's going to be something that you're going to do. You're going you're gonna to work hard. You're going to play hard. We're going to win some games. You're going to lose some games. But you're going to work hard. You're going to play hard. And then when you go into that New York City, we don't give a fuck what you do. Go party hard, too. But you want, but definitely what you guys are going to want to make sure that you do, you're going to want to make sure that you stay hard. And one way that you can definitely make sure that you stay hard is with Blue Chew. You want to make sure that you go hard all the time. And what is Blue Chew, folks? Blue Chew just happens to be a little blue pill that can get you back your thrill. All you got to do is open up a packet and head straight to the sap. Just the flu chews before you do, 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 do. This little pill has the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So this is one opportunity that you really don't want to miss. She's going to love how you come through like a champ and when you Blue Chew in advance. And if you use this week's promo code... Of what do we got for them, folks? Of GBKH, that's Golf Bravo Kilo Hotel. You'll be able to get your first order of Bluetooth for free on me. The only thing you're gonna have to do is pay for shipping on hand and make sure you take care of your postal workers, okay? They're out here delivering during this pandemic. So you're gonna go hard all the time when you come play for tips. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so it's gonna that will solidify that message, but I'm but I'm ready for some pieces to be moved uh, moved around. Julius Randle is no longer the Julius Randle that we thought he was. He's more Julius Randle of old. Oh Randle, old oh, Randle, where fought out thou Julius Randle? In the east, it is a hurricane. No, it never touched land. It was just a tropical storm. Hurricane warning, Randall. That's what he is. So I'm so 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 KJ. You understand? Like I'm I'm really pissed about Julius Randall right now. I'm really pissed about Julius Randall right now, because I can't shake the thought that I have about players in his scenario. And that is, did he get the bag and quit? Did he play good that one year? Because it was a payday year, because it was a because it was a contract year. Is he one of those guys? I played for the contract year, got my bag, and then I quit again. Because if he's one of those dudes, he's the worst piece of scum that I oh my he's the worst. I don't like those athletes. I don't like those athletes at all. Like that is really quitting on your team. Because what you showed is that you can do this all the time if you if you gave a fuck. If you gave enough of a fuck. But you choose to be this lazy piece of this this lady this lazy piece of spinning trash. And don't forget, folks, if you're joining us through the pod um through the Podbean app, that the Podbean is our Blue Chew Get In Hotline. That is the way that you could call in and join the podcast if you would like to chat up some sports with us, folks. So let, let's let's move on from the New York Knicks, right? Let's move on from the New York Knicks because I get real pissed off when it comes to the New York Knicks, right? And I'm about to switch games as well. Oh, 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 shit. 
I was about to switch games, and then I saw that the, the Lakers just 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 erased a 16-point deficit, and now this is an 84-81 game in, in, in whole of Charlotte. So you know what? You know what's going to happen? We're just going to have to put on a second game. That's, that's what's going to end up happening here. We're going to have to put on. We're going to have to put on a second game because I want to catch this Memphis game as well. So, I guess second game it will be, folks. Um, but let's let's keep it New York, right? Let, let's let's switch things up and, and let's keep it New York. But let's but, but let's keep it New York for our and, and and let's and let's get a little lighter side of sports in here, right? As we're talking about as we're talking about Camelo Anthony and Lamelo, <laughs> right? Let, 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 let's 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 keep it New York theme with our lighter side of sports in a sense. Okay, Google switch. Nah, fuck it. I don't know, but I found these results on search. So we're t- we're watching the Lakers game right now, right? And if you guys call caught the last Lakers game, we've seen that Camilla Anthony would have some issues with a fan. Right, as it seemed that Camilla Anthony was over there heating up, hitting a couple of corners from the, um, hitting a couple of shots from the corner. A fan had had some choice words for him. Um, Camilla Anthony committed, uh, um, got fouled, and then he turned around. Or he committed a foul. I can't remember if he got fouled, or committed a foul. Turned around, and he and he went straight. Didn't yo? Didn't go to the player that um, that was involved in the foul. Didn't go to the referee. He went straight to the fan. He was like, "Yo, hey, yo, talk that shit again." And both you and your girl getting a grizzly to the face. You know what I mean? And they end up kicking out the fans for talking shit, basically. And and what happened is that he basically had an incident with a fanboy. And, and, and what ended up happening was that this fan kept on yelling, "Yeah, shoot that shot, boy! Go ahead, go go ahead, and run to that corner, boy!" And and if he was saying "boy" with the twang and 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 vitriol that we know that people like to throw around the word "boy." When they're when they're trying to degrade black people, but not say a degrading enough word to get you just flat out punched in the fucking face, they say shit like, they say shit like boy, <laughs> because they because he knows what kind of implication that that, that he's trying he's trying that he's trying to say. Uh, sometimes it's one of those things sometimes that you could read between the lines, and if and and if he wasn't saying that in a, in a read between the lines kind of way, then guess what, homie, you played yourself. When talking shit goes wrong. When keeping it real goes wrong. So yeah, Camilla Anthony had a little incident with one of the fans. The little fans was 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 saying something was 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 yelling out was yelling out um basically phrases that had racial undertones. And Camilla Anthony had that guy removed. And I ain't gonna lie. When I first saw a couple of the people being removed, I I ain't gonna, I don't know why I thought one of them was a celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> I literally thought what it was a celebrity that I recognized, and I was like, "Wait a minute, is that so and so?" But nah, it wasn't. It wasn't at all. I I was hallucinating. I, I, it wasn't them. It wasn't them. All right now, continuing with our light of side of sports, right? There's a story out there about a young man that. Plays his first game in Madison Square Garden ever. And in his first game in the garden, this unknown, unsung hero has his best game ever. Actually, if you're a Knicks fan, this really isn't a very this isn't a very uncommon f- story that I'm telling you. 
several times this year, some unknown fucker from off the street comes in and has their best game in history in Madison Square Garden. That again happened with one New Orleans Pelicans rookie, Jose Alvarado. Jose Alvarado, a Brooklyn native, right, from New York, all that shit, right, he comes out and he has a, he, and, he, and he has, well, I guess what you, what you, what you could call as, as, as a mighty performance, right, 13 points, 4 assists, and 4 steals, right, and, 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 with, and, with, and, and as New Orleans, they beat the New York Knicks, and again, the Knicks should have won 102-91. Now, what we're going to play for you um, is courtesy of ESPN and Pelican Bay Sports. So we want to go ahead and make sure that we give them the, the, the proper shout-out. And we're going to play a little bit of audio from that game, uh, from the highlight, from that game and also from the highlights. And also from his interview. Because, like I said, it's... He gave... I, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you why I wanted you to hear the interview personally. Because... He used all of the I'm starstruck trigger words. <laughs> and, <laughs> and if you know what I mean, right? Like when you're telling a story or when you meet like one of your idols and you start recapping, like, like especially this happens a lot in sports. Like let's say I suddenly, I hear you, right? Let's say I, I suddenly meet Michael Jackson, Mike, Michael Jordan, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, it's Michael Jordan. Yo, Jordan. Oh, my God. Like, I grew up watching you my whole entire life. Man, and this shit is crazy. Like, like, like game six. Like, the push-off, shot, walk-off. You know what I mean? The pump, the, 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 fist, the fist pump against Cleveland. Like, man, it's crazy. I can't believe it. I'm actually... He used all of the starstruck, I can't believe this is happening, trigger words. And I want you guys to hear this, this interview. Because... Part of the things too, as I told you, he's a Brooklyn native, so he's from New York, and he's playing New York in New York. His family is there. Um, teammates of his bought um, bought tickets so that his fam. Because as you know, uh, if you're gonna get tickets for your um, um if, if when you go play, right? If you're if you're a basketball player and and people are asking you for tickets, you can't really go out there and get free tickets. Like no, you still get charged for they still get charged for those tickets. So. Like no doubt, he got a couple of his teammates to buy tickets for his fam, his friends and family, and they got like a hundred of like like a hundred of his of his peoples there, a hundred tickets, folks, a hundred. And I now I now I know you're saying like a hundred tickets for a hundred for a hundred people, right? Um, at a hundred dollars a pop, probably it's like a hundred thousand dollars. What's a hundred thousand dollars to whatever? Shut the fuck up. It's a hundred tickets for just a teammate for somebody that you just met this year. They dropped one hundred and fifty thousand on somebody they just met this year. Two hundred fifty thousand somebody I did just met this year. One hundred grand on somebody I did just met this year. He's a Jose Alvarado is a rookie, and he had a mighty performance against the Knicks the other day. And I'm gonna stop talking so you guys can hear it for yourself. This is the recap. Oh, Damn. Let's go back. Hey. So Jose Alvarado, one of the real nice stories in the NBA season for us. 
He's a New Yorker, a 23-year-old who played four years. And, hey, he's Defensive Player of the Year in the ACC. Right. He, you can get it done in, in that conference if you're Defensive Player of the Year. I, I, I like the decision-making. That's what I enjoy. Obviously, the shot-making is always going to be there. The effort right here, the energy plays are always going to be there. I love the decision-making yeah. as a backup point guard. Yeah, I couldn't believe they didn't call a reach-in part from behind. So the Pels get it done as we head back to New York, Jen Hill with Jose Alvarado. A much-needed road win, Joel. The Pelicans exercise some road demons, and Jose Alvarado key in that. Jose, thanks for joining us. We loved watching tonight. Let me start with that crucial third quarter where you held the Knicks to just 15 points. That was huge to make sure this victory got closed. They had that big run in the fourth. What was the key to the Pels' defense in that third period? You know, just keep being us. Coach said we need to uh, get a lot of stops, and that's what we did. We trust each other, and we just kept on, um, you know, talking each other in, in a positive way, and we just got it done. We were playing Pelicans defense. I ain't gonna lie, he sounded like Takashi 69. You were a huge part of that, by the way. 13 points, four dimes, four steals. You're a two-way player. You've worked so hard for this moment, and to get to have it in front of your home crowd and all your friends and family, what was the culmination of this journey like tonight for you? Oh, man, I don't know how to say it, man. Just seeing my parents, you know, with my jerseys and all the folks that came out to see me, man, it means a lot. Like, if you would have told me this, it happened five years ago, I wouldn't believe it. But now that, it, it's just like a drink, drink come true. And, you know, it's crazy. This is, I'm at the garden now, one, and I'm in doing an interview with y'all. And my people's is right there. How could, I, like, that? you can't you can't make that up. And, man, I, I, it's just a great win for us. And I'm just so happy, man. Y'all yeah, don't understand how happy I am. We are so happy for you. Antonio Daniels said he wanted to reach to the TV and give you a hug, and I think we all feel that way. Let me ask you, 20 friends and family oh, members 20. I said 100. the Brooklyn game and tonight, Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram picking up the tab for those tickets, and then I think I saw B.I. go and give his jersey to some of your family members tonight. What does that type of loyalty and teamship mean to you? Man, those are my brothers. Like, look, they, they bought tickets for me, for my family. Like, you can't make this up. Those are great teammates. Not just a teammate, they're just a brother to me. And for them to just do that for me, I'm grateful. And I, I appreciate all that. And B.I. just gave my little his, my little brother his jersey. He's a big fan of him. And, man, I can't. Those those are my brothers. They did a lot for me. And, man, it's crazy. You're going to make me cry over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to do that. Go enjoy this win. Enjoy this moment. And, hey, we are so proud of you, Jose. It was an awesome game. Congratulations. Appreciate it. Y'all take care. <laughs> you too. Blah, Thanks for blah, 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 Shout out Brooklyn for that. You know, big up. He made big out, up he made all out, of that yeah, shit. Yeah, he made out lightest out of sports. But right now, I don't give a fuck because once again, it's another scenario of somebody coming through, wiping their feet on our motherfucking rug before coming into our house and sitting up in here like they own shit. We call LeBron James the generous king. Madison Square Garden is the generous palace. It is a stage of stages. Everybody eats there, B. I had a
another lighter side of sports um, little moment to bring up. We had we have Devin Booker out here balling. Devin Booker, he is out here making Phoenix Suns history as he... Crap, where was that note again? Where was that note? What was that note? What the fuck did he do? Shit. I lost my note. I lost my note. Tragic. <laughs> he was a last minute addition, that's why. <laughs> he was... He, he was he was a last he was a last minute addition to the he was a last minute addition to the to the lighter side of sports because he was he 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 what did he do mm. oh most forty point games in Suns history that's what he did that's what he did so so a little big up to me as as he continues to um, as he continues to put up buckets uh you know with the help of. Chris Paul, he's out there with the Suns in first place. So he makes out a lot of side of sports. Now, staying in a New York state of mind, right? Because we haven't fully left New York yet. All right, but we're going to go across the bridge for a little bit. And we're going to visit Brooklyn. Glad I got here late and missed that Knicks tour because Lord have mercy. Oh well, well, I'm gonna tell you what I did. I did what I did what ESPN did. To, um, to I did what ESPN did, and I interrupted my Knicks talk conversation to talk about the Memphis Grizzlies. The same way that ESPN interrupted that that flex that um flex that Memphis Grizzlies game to play the to play the Knicks game. Yeah, I figured turn around as well, especially after John Moran put up 41 points. Like I think the world, I think the world would have been better off watching John Moran than watching New York versus Miami. Like they were, they had it right the first time, and then they got too, and then they got cute for themselves. And like I said, it was it was crazy. It happened the same day. I was wondering, were the Miami Heat not getting enough respect? You got you got Jimmy Butler out here breaking LeBron James's record. It's basically barely being talked about. Miami Heat are in number one. And I was wondering where they get enough respect. And and there goes their sign of respect here. Here goes half the prime time game against the Knicks. Can you? Can they, they understand? That was a Raiders grab. That's all that was. That was a Raiders grab. That was a that, that was a Raiders grab. Like New York Knicks are still good enough. Raiders grab because they know nobody's gonna be watching this shit this weekend. <laughs> yeah, you be shit weekend. <clears throat> probably some UFC, some shit. People really not locked into college basketball as of right now. Whew. And they need to be. There's, there's some heat coming out of college basketball. It's, it's, this Saturday, they got one, two, three, boom, 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 coming out. But I guarantee, like, will be a lot of people watching that shit unless you really watch college basketball, like moi. And I and I know I keep looking for. And then on top of that, you got the you got the Nets taking on the Warriors in, in, in Golden State. So that means we get to see Mr. Irving play. Yes, yes, because it's in Golden State, so, and, and you know he can play away so games. So more ratings being taken away from college basketball. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Since we were talking about Kyrie and Brooklyn, right? There's been there's there's constantly trade rumors that are surrounding the Brooklyn Nets right now, right? And one of the trade rumors is about one of James Harden. Now, mm-hmm. Nets ownership had to come out recently and say, "Hey, uh, we're happy with James Harden here, or, or, or we're not actively shopping to trade James Harden." I'm like, okay. We didn't know that was a thing. So were they like throwing a little hint out there to be like, hey, I'm not trading him, 
But <laughs> like, was it one of those? Like, like, they, like, it's, it's like they're saying one thing, but the fact that they put that out there was them. Was that them actually saying we're not trading him? But they had no, they had no choice but to put that out there because there were too many reports. And they were, you know, though, and and it was probably, and it was probably getting because they were nagging him about it. Was that was him just the other day, right? Like these room, you keep hearing these rumors, these rumors, right? And I don't have anything to do with these rumors. Yeah, like, like if you don't hear it from me, reports. then it's reports. There were too many reports out. So you think? So you. Okay, so you think the Nets were just basically shutting down any reports to be like, listen, James, it, it ain't coming from us. So, so okay, so you're saying that more, this was a good faith sign to James Harden to let to let him know that hey, these reports aren't coming from us. I mean, nothing fucking matters. Like, like we're not shopping you. We're not taking phone. Like, we're not out here making phone calls. We may be listening to phone calls that are coming through, but we're not. You know what I mean? We're not out here making phone calls on you. Like, we're listening to phone calls, but like, yeah, we ain't shopping him. I mean, shit doesn't fucking matter. At the end of the day, he's leaving at the end of the season. Let's 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 stay there. Let's stay in the New York State of mind. Let's stay there. If Brooklyn doesn't do it this year, is this whole thing a wash? Wash. Wash. It'll be the it'll be the most disappointing big three put together of all time. Holy shit! Whoa, 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 whoa! What did we consider? Kobe, Shaq, with Gary Payton and Carmelo. Are we serious? That was no big three or big four. Okay, okay. I'm just making sure. Just making sure. Just making sure that they didn't qualify because that that was a little bit more disappointing. And here's the other thing. At least they got to the finals. <laughs> That too. That too. Shit, These niggas couldn't even get to the conference finals. And I don't even know if they'll get there this year. You're right about that. Damn. We gotta have to put that. We have to make that a question. We have to put that on a poll. Most disappointed big three ever put together. If they don't win. Which I don't think they will. So if they disband without winning one. Yeah, if they most, disband. Most, most disappointed <clears throat> but you know what though? If they disband without winning one. I'm not gonna. Okay, I'm gonna have to talk out of two sides of my mouth here, right? Understand? There's a Brooklyn side and there's an NBA and there's a sports side, right? The Brooklyn side of me isn't talking right now. Understand that? Brooklyn side of me isn't talking right now. There's a small part. Of, there's a part. Of, so the part of me that's talking right now is this, is this part that, in a weird way, I kind of want to see them fail. Only because. So that teams could stop. So that player team uh, players out there could stop thinking like, you know what? Let's put let, let let's go ahead and put this big three together so that so that we can you know what I mean thinking that they all is gonna automatically mean a win. Like I, I'm hoping their failure is the is is the precipice for everybody else to 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 be like, do we really want to do this, or do we want to start doing what we hear is coming out of the mouth of what's that boy in Portland? Damian Damian Lillard. Or what's coming out of the mouth of Bradley Beal. Because I don't know if people pay attention to Bradley Beal. He talks the same way that, 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 damn it. Damian Lillard is talking. I don't know if you hear him talk. Because remember, he's not the only one. Not Kyrie Irving, James Harden, Bradley Beal, uh, and I don't, Damian Lillard's on the contract. Right? But remember, Bradley Beal hasn't signed his extension yet. And he gets asked almost every other day, right? He gets asked pre- like pretty often, more than we hear about with Brooklyn shit, <laughs> believe it or not. Right? He gets he gets he gets he gets talked about. He gets asked about, especially from his local his local media, and then when he goes to new media's. And he's just like, yo, is, is, um, when that time comes, that time will come. 
all that's happening is you reap what you sow. Because in life, you don't get away with lying constantly. You don't get away with just coming out and saying that going to Brooklyn was your number one choice the whole time. And then we find out that... Actually, damn. Because there, there's another team that you should have been on. But you chose to go there. So you know what? Everything that's happening to y'all in terms of not being healthy, the injuries, the wishy-washy, I don't want to play because I'm not back because... Whatever. Whatever the hell. <laughs> what, I, I isn't it how James Harden described it? For whatever reason. <laughs> I can't even explain it. And then you got the bad player that... The, that Y'all begged him to come over and it's not working. You know what? Y'all get it what you deserve. Don't you regret not coming to the net? Shoulda came, B. Shoulda came. Shoulda came. Shoulda came, for real. Shoulda came. It, it, it didn't have to go down like this. But you know what, though? You know, okay, so... Going back now, in hindsight, can we go back and readdress the original option when it came? Do you want Kevin Durant or... Will you take Kevin Durant if it means having Kyrie? And if you're Knicks fans now, remember, remember, there was a, remember, this was this was polarizing. This was a polarizing decision between Knicks fans. There was there was half of there was half Knicks fans on the fence. Half of us on the fence saying like, "Yo, we'll take Kevin Durant if it means Kyrie. It's Kyrie Irving." You know what I mean? You know what that'll do for us? It's Kyrie Irving. And then there was another half saying. I don't want no part of Kevin Durant if he means taking Kyrie Irving. That shit's a headache. That just means that that shit, that shit is bound to implode. And then they started winning. And the voices for the, oh, see, I take Kevin Durant with Kyrie Irving because it's Kyrie Irving, really got loud, really got boisterous. They made it to the, they were one they were toenail away from, from 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 making it to the Eastern Conference Championship or the, or the NBA Championship, possibly winning a championship in their eyes, right? Like those voices on the side of look, we take Kyrie because it's Kyrie. We get we got real loud. They got James Harden. Those voices that say got that want to Kyrie like see get record. They say hey, see this is why you put up with Kyrie because getting Kyrie helps you get. James Harden and all that shit. They got real loud. And then the vaccination shit happened. But 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 they started quieting down once you started going wishy-washy be even before then. Even before then those voices started quieting down. But they got James Harden. So it stayed loud. But remember how they had to get James. James basically had to sabotage himself. He basically sabotaged his... He, he, he sabotaged himself. He may have sabotaged his career because now he got a hamstring problem that's never going to go away because he, because, he, because, he, because he was out of shape. Ooh, two years in a row. Two years in a row. Because hamstrings don't he go came, away. He, he, came, he came in out of shape again this year. Let's get real. He came in out of shape again this year. He was over here looking like the refrigerator from and one. Okay. Oh, baby. Okay. <laughs> and if you don't know who the refrigerator is, search that. <laughs> Yo, listen, refrigerator had handles like James Harden. That's the crazy thing about it. <laughs> Yo, as I'm actually we'll thinking about it. Yo, he would cook you like. Yo, he was cooking niggas before Jimmy was out there giving people to Jimmy. Mm. Or, you know, as we say on the Mighty Sports Podcast, though. Hey, Jimmy.
Yeah, cause we heard so 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 the, so the James Harden rumors, right? Let's we 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 discussed that. That's probably not gonna happen. But it also came out recently. Brooklyn wasn't your only choice, fam. You know what? The Illadel was ready for you to hold up. Wait a minute. You thought that I was finished? You know, all up in that bitch. Because can we admit? When we're talking about skill-wise and probably feet-work-wise, Joel Embiid and James Harden at their position are two of the best. Right now in the league. Not of all time. Currently right now amongst their peers in the league. Right now as, as, as the league is currently shaped as a 2022. Not talking about the people that's already retired and not, not the people that's going to come in. Right now. I'll give it to them. Yeah, as, 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 at their position... Not, not the best, but one of the best, feet work and skill-wise. They're one of the best at their position. Them together would have been crazy. Oh, it'll happen next year. Think <laughs> <laughs> they're about to get James Harden for free. Then when they look at Ben Simmons, like, bitch, you can kick rocks for two second-round draft picks. And can I tell here. y'all, I'm still trying to figure out where the hell is Bradley Beal going to go. Like, like, can I tell you that while nobody is talking about it, I'm on low-key Bradley Beal watch. Let it go. <laughs> no, no, not, not, not from a Knicks standpoint. I'm not, talk, I'm not talking about oh. you let it go. I'm, oh. talk, I'm, talking Brad. I'm talking to Brad. Let it go, Brad. But he, I'm telling you, he, if, you, if you hear him talk, he, he sounds like Damien. Let it go. There's some, and, and, then, and then. Let it go. Can I tell you the other thing about it? All you niggas at the end of the day, especially you superstar niggas, you are not putting in this crazy work and then going to look me in my face and tell me that you don't care about your status in this league. It's not so much about... You're not not telling me that. You're not telling me that. I'm going to tell you the crazy thing I heard Bradley Bill say that that makes me scared. He spoke to... Damn it, I didn't want to use his name first. I wanted to use the lesser guy's name first. Oh. Maybe maybe it's not lesser. Maybe they're kind of equal. He's supposed to Allen Iverson and Dwayne Wade. And they basically told him they never should have left. Allen Iverson, as much as he was beating his head against the wall, he should have never left Philly. Dwayne Wade should and, and he won and he should he should have never left Miami. Because that's they, the one who has a case for never should have left. Philly wasn't going nowhere. The, his reasoning behind it says that when you're that guy for your basically, I know you haven't won yet. Like, but it's like it's almost like Kobe. Like he said, when you're that guy for that for your team and that team is giving everything around, like you're that team's guy and they're but doing everything for you. When you go everywhere else. You're no longer that guy. You're just some piece that they're trying to build around for that guy. And he says, he talked to Allen Iverson, he talked to Dwayne Wade, and they regretted it. And then he also says, look at Kevin Durant. He's, this is his words. Look at Kevin Durant. I'm like, damn. So he don't want to go somewhere, and even if he wins, it's like Kevin Durant joining, joining um, the Golden State Warriors. So those, so those are the things that that's he said. Why, that's why those rings will always be Steph's team. It'll always be <clears throat> That's why how you see, that's why people say like, 
Like, that's why when people say, oh, it don't matter. Like, if you got seven rings, you got... Like, no, those rings... How you get those rings matter? matter? Because... the reason why they still call... Why they call that whole team Steph's team during that time. Because the people that... Like, we understand, like, end of the day, like, when it comes to getting your money and when it comes time, like, for the, for the, for the cachet portion of it... When you when you're trying when you're trying to negotiate and you and you're able to negotiate with whatever rings you have that don't matter, but for the people that tell the na- the narratives and how they tell your story because you can't tell your story, other people tell your story. When your story is told, I'm sorry, you gonna have egg on your face. But here's my thing with Brad, right? Huh? Here's my th- here's my thing when it comes to Brad though, and why his situation is different in regards to staying or leaving. When has Brad really been on? I mean, to real basketball heads, we know he's got game, crazy mm-hmm. game. But when has, in terms of everybody as a whole, seen Brad on that super iconic level for the Washington Wizards and whatnot? The the type of icon and, and status that Allen had with Philly is different, which is why he shouldn't have left. It never should have went and played with some other... Like, mm, mm. the the Nuggets thing, we remember, because at least he balled. But after he left the Nuggets, those, those last two teams we played, we tried to wash that. I can't we tried re- to wash I can't, that I can't down remember who we played for. Oh, I remember. But who did he like play for after that? Detroit and Memphis. But I tried to wash those couple years down the drain quickly. Damn. Who was on Detroit when he played for them? Remember, they traded Chauncey for him straight up. Oh, that's when oh, that's, that's when Melo got, got, got Chauncey co- and then went to the fucking championship to the, to round. The finals against Kobe. That was the biggest indictment against Iverson, because Denver didn't switch nothing on that team. It was the same team from the prior, prior year. They just switched AI with Chauncey and made it to the championship. Yeah, that was that was the biggest indictment. That was, that was like a, that, was that was the, the oh, biggest done. indictment. You know, you know, but you know, he's right. He should, you know, what he should have done. He should have, he should have, he should have stayed there and he be that left and and kept being that the vet hip hop icon. Should have stayed in, in Philly. Yeah, that just, they was just being a vet for, for for the for the for the other AI, which is Andre Godala at the time. Because because you know what, Andre Godala could have used them. And when it comes to Wade, Wade knew better. But however, but the pro- the problem with Wade, he was getting completely sized by Riley. Completely sized. I took pay cut after pay cut after pay cut. I brought I brought you a ring before that motherfucker came down here and brought us rings, and you told me you'd take care of me when when the time was right. The time came and you still want, and you wanted to lowball me even more. Had to, wait. Had no choice, and that is one that I'll take. I I will shake my head like no, hell no. Wait, had to leave. Them niggas, when that nigga still could go out there and average 22, 23 points a game, was still trying to come out here and and come at him with this $10 million bullshit. After, I've take, after that man had never, at one point in his career, Miami been the highest paid player. Never. Mm-mm. No, sir. He had to leave. That was a respect thing. He had no choice. But that nigga Brad, I don't know what this... Crazy, I, I, Brad ain't no, I love Brad, but he ain't no icon like, like Wade is, like AI is, to to the to their teams. No, 
the furthest my guy got to is what? A game seven against Washington? And he wasn't even the main nigga. He was the winner to the it wall. Was, it was war. And then even la- and even 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 most recent run was Russell Westbrook induced. And and that didn't even get nowhere. They they got snuffed in the play in the playing game. Like I mean, I, I mean, hey, look, you know, what type of remembrance you think you, that you'll have in Washington and whatnot? I mean, more power to you, but it's not going to compare to what those two icons in their cities had. It's not even going to come close to it. Mm-hmm. So he he's what at that point where it's like being like. Especially your, you like I think Brad is like year ten, year eleven, one of the two. Either way, he only played one year, one year college, so he's got to be like twenty nine, thirty. It's twenty eight, twenty. Yeah, between twenty eight, thirty. Between twenty eight and thirty, is what is what his age got to oh, be. Fuck, I didn't get Grizzly on. And I'm just like <laughs> B, dip, dip. Nigga, you realize right now that if you manifested some type of trade over to Philly, over to Milwaukee, over to Miami, that's the one I think he may go to. I don't know why I keep everything everybody would go to Miami. Mainly because Miami doesn't have that superstar. Jimmy is borderline with and, you, and, 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 and if you get Jimmy as alongside with Beal, Beal? And, and with, you with, could with, be the two niggas that run that shit. And with and, and with Tyler Hero is trying to come up and be um as, as the starting point guard. I mean, this is after this, Lowry moves on. This this is how this is how off it is in terms of wait, wait, with wait, superstar. Wait, can we say wait, they have I, they have to we have to think who the hell that the number one seed in the Eastern Conference is gonna take for the fucking All Star game. And chances are, if you put the gun to my head right now and made me choose. Tyler Hero? Who's talking about? For the All-Star. I'm just just showing in terms of, like, Miami having a superstar right now. Think about it right now. In terms of, because I'm talking in the realms of Brad being traded over there. Like, gee, you do understand that you got a chance to run that shit just like how you run in Washington. Mm-hmm. Actually, he does. And but still, and but the difference is now you on a contending team with an actual not not team. not. And I'm not talk, and I'm not jacking playoff contending. I'm talking championship contending. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you 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 got a chance to be one A one B with Jimmy Butler and the type of game that Jimmy Butler plays. Trust me, it's you're, gonna, you're gonna get exactly. Yeah, you, you're gonna eat. You're gonna you're gonna get off. You're gonna get off way more because Jimmy don't want to. Jimmy don't want to score if you don't have to until the fourth quarter. Straight up, and and in the fourth and, quarter and, and, he will score. <laughs> and typically, no disrespect to Brad, but more times than not, Brad all these crazy numbers. The first three quarters or the first, I want to say, forty minutes of a game, then eight minutes. It's like okay, two points, three points to rest. Okay, but in those in those eight minutes, that's when Mister Butler can come in and yeah. close the deal. Going on, man. But it's like. But what I what I'm getting at is, but to go back to my other point was just like, and to to show Brad like, yo, you could really be that nigga. I'm like, dude, that team is the number one seed in the Eastern Conference Finals, and not only do they not have an All Star starting in the All Star game, 
we're not even sure what player they're going to even take. If there'll even be a player taken because for, who's for, their, for, for, for the reserves. But you can't leave the number one seat out in the conference out. Yeah, because who's their all-star? Because they're going to take the coaches. Not Bam. Bam just got back from injury. He ain't played in forever. Jimmy's missed a hell of a lot of games, too. Which is why I say Tyler Hero. And since we and, and again, I want to. I'm glad you see him again. Can we can we give a big up to Tyler Hero? Because yo, hey, he, he 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 called his shot beginning of the thank year. Thank you. He called his shot. <laughs> thank you. He called his shot, and we sure as hell had a nice five tenets laughing at his expense. We did. He said when you as much as much as you trade, you was like, hey, my nigga, you still bugging. <laughs> he was like, yo, you still bugging. That's how you know we had a laugh at his expense. That, this nigga T hates Trey, and even he said, "Yeah, you ain't yo, there. Yeah, 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 you not there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you not there. Listen, you he, not I don't, there. still don't think he's there. I don't either. But but he's yeah. he's backing up this <laughs> shit. Yeah, he's making you have to watch. Yeah, he's over there like, okay, like okay, like you ain't that far off the horizon like, where I like, can ignore you. you. Like, like you, you not, out there. You, like you not there. But it would be worse if you said what you said and you were shit in the bed as it was last season. Let's put it this way. If he was playing like Julius Randle, we'll have something to laugh oh, at. Oh, my God. I'm not going there. I'm not going But I have to put it into Nick's perspective. But we know how this goes. You say something like that and then we spiral back down there. I'm not, I purposely came late to avoid that conversation. That shit hurts. I purposely came late to avoid that conversation. I'm staying positive <laughs> vibes. There's too much other good things going on in the NBA. We got All-Star coming up. Starters were just revealed. We got Championship Weekend in the NFL. Shit, I'd even have a, my brief little couple minutes to, to big up the greatest NFL weekend that was last weekend and Good Luck Conference Sun- Championship Sunday and Super Bowl to live up to that shit. Yo. So I'm not wasting my time having any conversation about New York Knicks. Nope, I, they already took enough of my money on Wednesday night to go to Miami. I had to leave work of, of about an hour or so early because, you know, I had to beat the traffic to get out there for y'all niggas to get waxed like that. No, I purposely came late to avoid that conversation. There's too many other I, I was, things. I See, was... even the cat ain't fucking with it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so, okay. So 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 let's so let's let's lighten things up, right? So, cause we can't stay there. Let's let's lighten. Love to see it segment of the week. Give me that shit. Love to see it. Love to see it. I heard a story about. Actually, you know, what? Let, let, let's continue with Tyler Hero for a minute. Let, let, let's 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 ease him in here and then transition. The like, cause cause you basically stole the words out of my mouth. He called his own shot. Like he definitely called his own shot, and. Or you know niggas are gonna be paying attention. I was purposely. Yeah, I don't know. I'm watching you. And nigga. I'm gonna tell you this. I'm watching you, nigga. He ain't. He ain't hit yet, but he ain't miss. He sure as hell not missing. He ain't miss because he's putting up 22 points and seven and seven assists in a game, and I'm like, that looks kind of Trey Youngish, and he's doing it with a better shooting percentage. And as they talk about shooting percentages, right? And he always talk about Russell Westbrook's shooting percentage. You know, they, they, I saw a stat that, that Russell Westbrook has a better shooting percentage than, like, Stephen Curry, Kyrie Irving, James Harden. <laughs> like, like, John, like... Where? I, I saw... From the field or from three? From the field? field goal, like, overall field goal percentage. Huh. 
Yeah, I saw some weird number, some easy number like that. <laughs> like overall that, field that, goal that's, percentage. That's one of those. I gotta see that to believe that. So let's see here. What we got here? Let's give everybody a quick update because we have about a minute and two minutes left in these two games. In the Charlotte game, folks, with just about a minute left, we have Charlotte Hornets up 113 to 109. We're gonna be talking about them in a minute. Actually, wait, 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 wait. Okay, no, I didn't get there yet. Okay, and now it's 115 to 109. Charlotte is with under a minute left. You see a three-pointer by okay. Russ, and he two makes that from around. Look at Jordan. Look, he just took that personally. <laughs> right? And it over here with this Memphis and Utah game. You know, I just realized that that Utah was a fucking note symbol. I don't know why it just hit me like a couple weeks ago. I was like, I'm fucking retarded. It's, it's, it's when I have one. Yeah. It's when I was like, I was mad at myself that I just I just saw that. Memphis Grizzlies are beating the Utah Jazz by 13 to 1. Music class. <laughs> I love music class, yo. I don't know. I don't know why I that didn't see that. Clear. Yo, that shit is clear as day, B. That shit is clear as day. They try to make it look like it's a J, but all that is is just it's just the single note. Oh so my he, god. No, no, it's, 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 it's cleverly oh, done. But can I tell you, I was looking at it. I'm like, yo, why do Utah Jazz don't have something more clever for their thing than just a like, oh, that's a, that's a symbol. Note symbol. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Let's not tell you how long it's been since I've actually looked, probably looked at the Utah symbol. <laughs> like, uh, whatever the fuck is it to really pay attention I mean, to what well, it is. Well, well, the, and I feel well, like it's been one, like that for 20 years, though. But, but the thing is, the one that they used to have that was for, um, that was with Stockton and all of them, it symboled, it, is, it didn't have no note symbol. It just, he traveled like a motherfucker. <laughs> but it, it, it was like some mountains and shit. I'm like, Utah Jazz, mountains, what's the correlate? That's probably why I used to confuse him with Denver probably in the back of the day. <laughs> they both had mountains in their in the background of their of their shit. Amongst other reasons, obviously. Non-weed related. <laughs> yeah, we have we we have we haven't given a shout out to it to the Nate Dog exactly. School of Medicine in a while. And, and, we, and we're not we're not doing that today either. I'm sorry, I don't have it ready. <laughs> right. Fuck it up. I know. So, so, so the first story, the first thing in the, in the love to see a segment, right? I heard a story about Demar Derozan, right? As we as we're done with Tyler Hero and him calling his shots, and big up to him for calling the shot because he he at least kept himself on the radar. He didn't fall off. I do this right now. All right, so damn, that nigga Russ got over thirty in this half. Okay. In the half? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Shit. Dude, Jordan Clarkson, I can't. He's still in the league. After you got crossed up by Jordan Poole, Jordan on Jordan Crime. Light skin on light skin cry. And the thing, that was still a thing after Kobe told you to stop going to, going to the rim. Like, I can't believe he's been in the league that long. As we just as we just um, had the anniversary date of, of when we lost Kobe. Damn three again. Oh, get that shit. You see how we get how we had these weird six degrees of separation? We, we saw Jordan Clarkson. Oh, shit. We talked Don't about get, We talked about light skin on light skin crime. Jordan Poole crossing him up. And then we talked about wow. that, that that wouldn't have happened wow. if he would have Wow. Wow. Fuck. That wouldn't have happened if he would have took Kobe's advice and and consistently not play like a, like like a light skin. Then Jordan walking away. Jordan sick. Let me see if they replay this. Okay. Please show Michael walk Ooh, away. Oh, look at that. Ooh, oh, oh. Get that shit out of here. Oh shit. Please show came Michael back, came walking back. away. Okay. Got the. Okay. Okay. Please show Mike walking away please oh i need that that is that that is the energy i need right there so 
This story is about one DeMar DeRozan. Did you hear this story about DeMar DeRozan recently? Who, the MVP candidate, DeMar DeRozan? Okay, before we talk about the story about DeMar DeRozan, can I say how horrifically wrong we all were about not wanting DeMar DeRozan? And I can't remember if I really wanted him or not, because I have a weird thing about DeMar DeRozan. Like, I, you know what I mean? I didn't feel weird about it at all. Coming from the Popovich tree, I'm like, dog, that, that man already had a crazy game. You're not telling me he go over to Popovich for that amount of time and did not take some type of Popovich mystique with him. That's why I was all for it. That's why I wanted it. So seeing, so I, I actually get sad when I watch him play ball because I'm like, I knew this. I knew he had this. I knew he had it. He went down to the guru of this developmental shit for for, for what four years, something like that. Oh wow. Damn, they finally fouled. God damn. What a hell of a foul. Damn, Russ. Watch that shit turn into a flagrant. But anyway, yeah, like I I, I was I was down for, for, for DeRozan to come through. And just, back and, and just to see and just to see what he's doing with the Bulls right now. Like I think three game winners. The consistent crazy scoring. Alright, alright, Lamelo, way to be light skin about it. Yeah. I think he just got yeah, he just got tripped up. Yeah. No, nah, yeah, he oh no, he frailed himself. He, yeah. He marked smart that whole. That's what he did. He LeBron James that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, either way. So yeah, but so definitely shout out to the Marta Rose. Like he's he's definitely he's definitely balling doing his thing. And the more I see him play, I get like the more respect. And maybe it was because he was stuck in Toronto. Maybe that's why I couldn't I couldn't have enough respect for him. Plus he was just going out there to LeBron. That's that's probably what it was too. He like when it came down to the moments that he that you needed him, he just wasn't showing up sometimes. Going out but also when it came to to that team, I always thought he was the most valuable player on that team. Like I think he's more valuable than Kyle Lowry. I, don't, I know Kyle Lowry is gonna end up being Mister Toronto, but that's only because he was there when they won a championship. It's a two point game. Oh shit! Mellow for three, please. Ah shit! I already know what's happening. I know what's happening. Russ got 30 in his half. You know how it's going <laughs> Exactly. You know exactly how yeah. it's going yeah. And it's going to be a three. It's going to be a three, too. It's going to be a three. It's going to be a three that he takes, too. Yo, that's exactly it's what I'm thinking. Be a three. Okay, folks, uh, uh, to give you, uh, in case you guys don't understand, yeah, what's, he, what's hit, go- he, hit, he hit two <sighs> in back to back possessions with just under a minute left. Do you know who the guy it's on the right be is? A three, son. Do you know who the guy on the right is? Blue Cold. Ryan Ruka, that's my dude, double R. I but like the guy I, on the left, though. That's, I, can I, that's my, that's my I know, my as I'm seeing this, that's my OG New York, I'm feeling nostalgia, because I'm thinking to myself, like, we're going to lose him soon, and it's going to suck. Who? That's going to hurt. We're going to use Yubi. <sighs> like, like, I'm looking at him, because you can hear it in his voice sometimes. Like, we're going to we're gonna lose Yubi, and that I, is... I've lost Marv. Like, when, when I tell Yubi you... Yubi about to leave soon. When it comes to voices Dick of the Yubi, game... praying for you. When it comes to vo- big time. when it comes to voices of the game, like I don't, I don't recognize too many voices or I like to hear too many people when they talk basketball. UB Brown is one guy I love to hear call basketball games Man. because it is it is literally uh, it is literally like going to going to a class that you want to go to. It's like going to basketball school, sitting literally sitting down at the front of the class in your favorite class, talking like with your favorite old school professor, soaking up every fucking last word. Hey, come on now, he's got a. Th- Watch, watch the three. Watch the three. Okay, watch here we go. Three. Oh, what did we tell you? What did we tell you? What did we tell you? Yo. 
if Sorry. we sitting right here, we knew it. And if we sitting we right here, we knew it. We knew it. They knew it. Folks, paint the picture for you. This game was 116-114. Charlotte is up um, over the LA Lakers. LA Lakers uh, were going to get the ball back with about 8.3 seconds left. Russell Westbrook passed 30 points in this half. We already knew what was going to happen. Russ was going to chusk. Well, he was going to chuck it. And what did he do? He shot a three. And what did he do? <sighs> do, do. You know what they say. Jesus was a carpenter. He's going to be praying to God after this one. <laughs> Come on, man! Like that—that—that was—that was a—that was a twenty-seven that, that percent you shot. No, you have no idea. With sixty-three percent shot. No, that—that—that that, that was an eighty-nine percent shot contest. You were—you were completely covered. Like if two K was rating that, if two K was rating that right now, it'll be a poor shot. They—they—they'll they, they, give you—you'll get a negative team chemistry rating <laughs> for bad shot selection. Why didn't he you drive to the lane? Do them a favor Why didn't he drive to the He had that. enough time. He's Russell Westbrook. You drive do to the them a favor when you fucking do that. Especially him. Especially him. As Memphis is a make the ref make a call. At the rim. Because you are dynamic. You are dynastic at the rim. You are dynamic and nasty. Dynastic at the rim. And Soon. and here goes your predecessor, right? Or actually already already Soon. already your predecessor. He ain't gonna get your triple doubles, but he's coming for everything. Coming soon. He's coming I, was, I wouldn't even talk about Ja. I was talking about the other one. Who? Mitchell. Coming soon. Oh. Coming soon. Let's hope he's upset too. I'll see you soon, sir. Please. If there was ever a time. He's like, I you only like, did that because I wasn't balling. He's like, all right, I got you. If there was ever a time, Whatever, I wanted somebody who's not on my team to lose. Donovan Mitchell. I'm praying for a Utah first round loss. So you can be upset and make some noise. For real. And would have leave. You see what John did? Josh! Man. Josh! Let's see, because pretty soon they're going to put up his points. When they 30 points. Josh! Triple double. Fourth career triple double. You were just saying him not putting up the triple double. Josh! <laughs> He said, oh, word, word, word. Check my stat line, nigga. Ja! 30, 10, and 10. Ja! And then now the depressing portion of the evening. No. New York Knicks play the Milwaukee Bucks. Aye, aye, aye. Milwaukee, this is for you. 50. <laughs> and they play, when they playing that? Okay, they're not playing in New York. If they play New York, Giannis is going to have 50 tonight. I done pissed. I'm like, what the fuck are y'all niggas doing having a game playing up in New York at 10-24? But no, they have this in Milwaukee at 9 o'clock. This is their 9 o'clock game, basically. <clears throat> so there was the, so 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 back to our lightest, but, but that's what I love to see it, right? Because we got we got massively derailed. DeMar DeRozan. He was he is was telling a story from He was telling the story from when he was in his San Antonio and Toronto days, right? And that his dad has been ill for like the past like three years, right? And for the past three years, he's been flying back and forth, like from seeing his dad to playing in games. 
Like, can, day of the game. Can I say something real quick? Yeah. Tell me how a comment that I put on Instagram 92 weeks ago, somebody responded to it. Nice. <laughs> because, I, not, not that, because we eventually going to get to this shit. It was this post that ESPN put, Joe Burrow's quest for a Super Bowl ring starts in Cincy. The Bengals select LSU QB with the number one pick April, tw- you know what they posted that? The day he was drafted, April 20th, 2020. And I came in there and said, please save that man from Cincy. Someone, that was 92 weeks ago. Somebody just commented two minutes ago talking to him. At and me, say LMAO with the clown emoji face. I said, <laughs> you realize this is, a, this is two said, years down the road. I said, <laughs> yeah, I said, my response was, way to come in here 92 weeks later, bro. Way to go. <laughs> like he waited for that shit to really simmer. I'm like, <laughs> Still, he's like, I'm like yeah. You, you, like you had to wait on the shape. He really waited for the shelf life on what that I, shit. What I should have done is, is not respond. <clears throat> I'm, I'm mad I responded. See, this you don't know. Al- you, you don't, you this, don't is what, this is what the alcohol had me doing. I wasn't thinking. I should have let that shit sit and wait. And let them had got blown. And of course, I don't want my LSU brethren to get blown out in a big playoff game. But let but let KC, let Patrick Mahomes go. Your end zone is my homes. All on that ass. Pause for like a forty-five to twenty-four win. I'd be like, you were saying. Hey. And like, at least we got there. I said, bro, you waited 92 weeks to respond to my comments. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, so we, so we wanted to, so I wanted to point out DeMar DeRozan. Because like I said, every time I hear more about DeMar DeRozan, as, 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 as a lot of athletes, not all of them, a lot of them. Like, you know, I always gain, like, a, a different, damn, it feel good outside. Mm, does it? It, it, has, it gets a different level, I feel like get a different level of respect for them. And DeMar DeRozan is always one of those guys that, I always thought he was highly efficient. It's just that I didn't. I don't know if I could depend on him. And right now he's becoming one of the one of the highest scores in the fourth quarter. Now we just need to hope. Now hopefully he he can do this when it matters. He has a test right now with the Chicago team because their their pieces are dropping like flies. They lost Caruso to to um to the to the dirty boy. Uh, what's his name? Great um Tyler Grayson. Um uh what's his, Grayson Allen? Hmm. Right. Like like he he committed he he committed another questionable foul, a foul that if that if this was if this was back in the day if this was Ron Artest Matt Barnes or, or the or the other all in the smoke Matt Barnes or Stephen Jackson they would have automatically gotten a technical and they're throwing out the game kind of shit <laughs> like <laughs> like seriously if that foul would have come from anybody with a reputation Draymond Green immediately would have been immediately ejected mm. like I remember recently I saw Draymond Green he fouled somebody. And they were gonna go to the floor like how um, Alex Caruso just did, and Draymond Green caught. I think I think it may have been um, it may have been it was John Moran actually. They were playing. They were playing. They were playing Memphis, and he kind of caught him and held him up. Mm. And it was probably the best thing that could have happened because it was a close game. And it was late. It's like if he didn't hold him up and he would have been allowed to fall, that would have been a technical. So so so. So, so like I said, it's like, so, granted, Grayson Allen, I, I'm, not, I'm not telling you to, like, you need, you need to hold up players. I'm just saying, Grayson Allen, I don't even want to call him dirty. Grayson Allen has some old school in him. Like, he going to hard foul your ass. And he going to make you feel him. And he's in the league, most like, for a lot of reasons, because 
he has that little nasty to him. They like that little. Listen, he's in the league because he plays with because he, he has a little bit of edge. Because without his edge, what is Grayson Allen? A shooter in the corner. He's not even. What's his name? Old man with the three. He used to play for Philly. Now he's in New Orleans. If he's still there, JJ Redick. Like he's not even him. Oh, that nigga's on ESPN now. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so, so that, so that, so that, so that, so that was one thing. Like, so, like, Demar Derozan, like, he, he just keeps creeping up my radar. Because, and, and, and one of the things about it too is that the reason why I knew I've always had like a little bit of respect Speaking for of Grayson Allen. <laughs> the reason why I knew I always had a, a little bit of respect for Demar Derozan is because he was a. Be, and I and I always have to and, and I feel like I have to say this more this year than I've, I have to say it now this year and, and I didn't have to say this for the first two years. Part of my hope was that R.J. Barrett could turn into a Demar Derozan. You've heard me say this before, either a Demar Derozan or a Jimmy Butler. Like you can work your because these are guys I feel like they work themselves into being that kind of player. Listen, we got Julius Randle bringing the ball up, and he brings the ball up, and he comes off a hip check. He brings it down, and he does a little mini half spin. He dishes the ball over to RJ. RJ dishes it over to that looks like Kimba. Waka waka waka. RJ had a had a like you could have pulled up like twice already. (laughs) Was that? That's the shot that you end up taking. And that's the shot that they had to take because I think Russell to the ball, you had a man open at the three I, on on yeah. that on that on that wing. Milwaukee pulls in, um, pulls up into a three, and they knock it down. Threes up, goes down. If you know the reference, <laughs> you know. I always told myself if I if I if I call if I call basketball games, that's what I'm saying. Threes up, goes down. <laughs> if you guys, like I said. New York Knicks have the have 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 the worst starting lineup in the league plus minus. One of the worst one of the worst three starting lineups. Damn it. While we have one of the best top 3 benches in the league. Plus minus wise. But the shit you were saying about RJ if that nigga become anything like DeMar DeRozan the way I'm, what I'm seeing right now, but nigga, I take it. But see, mama, that's what I have to it. say. Though I was saying that before this year's of work, I was saying that for, I was saying that for him as a rookie. That even and even last year, I hope he can turn into a Demar Derozan, Jimmy Butler kind of guy, because then I know he's worked hard enough and he could be at least consistent enough to put up 24 points a game. Cause that's what I'm trying to get him to 24 points a game, and, and he got there again the other night. He's since the year has begun and he's come back from his COVID stint, the majority of his games are over 24, 25 points a game. I don't know if you realize this. Like, he has maybe, like, three games in there that he scored, like, he scored in the teens, maybe the fourth one now, but the majority of them are over 24 points a game. Just got to get more efficient. And he has to make more and he has to make more free throws. This is also with him shooting, like, 50% from the free throw line, which is also fucking painstaking. Let's... Uh, you said this. You warned us. Okay, let's go to a different Nick, <laughs> right? As we talk, as, as we continue with our, as we as we continue to go around the league on on some light on some loves to see it shit, right? J.R. Smith, right? Former Nick, right? So we keep it with a nice little Nick theme today, right? We went from we went from the New York Knicks to to Jose Alvarado to James Harden, and now we're going to J.R. Smith. We keeping it real New York over here, right? We keeping it thorough. 
Right? More th- or just as just thorough as Jane Burrow. Burrow. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what no. Joe Burrow is definitely doing right. He is definitely pulling out I'm pulling his his best prodigy up. Oh my god. Can his nickname just be the prodigy? Cause he is definitely doing his pro listen. He, he, don't, he don't have to do anything more to be like, yo, he kept it thorough this year. He kept it thorough in the playoffs. Because he ain't going to go out like no sucker against Kansas City. We, we, we're going to talk about I don't, this. I don't want to call him the prodigy because I think eventually he's going to exceed that. Being like, well, pro, well, if you're a prodigy, you normally do fill, fulfill your shoes and you be, and you fulfill, and you end up becoming prodigal or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> you become a black belt. But... Let's talk about some J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith, as you guys know, he's he's in college. He went back to college right now. And, cool part two. And while in college, he decided to to join the um, his college's um, golf team. Made the um, made the golf team legitimately. And since he's been there, obviously, it's bringing a lot of attention to college golf and especially his college golf program. Right. It's crazy. Right, it's crazy to be where he where he is in this stage of his life, and it's almost like he's living his childhood all over again in a weird way, right? <laughs> because we all know, pass it out. We because we also know, right? We we have a we have a lot of anniversaries that happened this past week, right? Some 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 tragic, but also a couple lighthearted. You know, do you know what lighthearted um, anniversary we had this week? The infamous J.R. Smith DM. Where some random chick hopped in J.R. Smith's DM and was like, hey, yo, you looking good out there. Right? And then she was like, he was like, thank you. And then she sent him a smiley face. And he was like, oh, you trying to get the pipe? <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, she, <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. It's the, yes, this is the anniversary week of that shit. <laughs> You remember that now, don't you? <laughs> Classic Jay Oh I'm my leaving. god. I'm <laughs> leaving. I'm... And Jay Smith obviously oh is also infamous for a whole god. bunch of Aliyu put like Aliyu dunks, right? Behind the back Aliyu dunks. Some crazy app. Jay Smith, can I tell you? Before <clears throat> This is why I say sometimes. The New York Knicks, right? And uh, a lot or a lot of teams that I root for. They really do end up getting some of my favorite players at the wrong time. Like, Camilla Anthony was my favorite guy in that draft. They got him and I was in love. Can I, but, and, and, the reason why I say, and the reason why I talk about some people is because J.R. Smith was one of those guys that I always went and got when I played basketball game. Like, I always had to have him. He was just that dude. He was just good. Like, I, it's going to be horrible to say this. And I don't and I don't know if I want to, but I'm going to. Brother could shoot in the video game, they had him Kobe-esque, like Jordan-esque. He was athletic. He can shoot like a motherfucker. Because of his athleticism, his defense was on point. And because it was a video game, he didn't make bonehead mistakes. Yo, he was killer. <laughs> so like so it's, it's weird like I said like I said like I, when I play the video games I get weird people for weird things like right now you already know who I'm about to say who I got who, who, I, who I'm recruiting I'm recruiting Ball Ball <laughs> Thawne Maker Taco Falls <laughs> I need size damn it 
Listen, Taco Falls is Taco Falls is like the third one. It's like the third and fourth one because he can't shoot, but Ball Ball and Thonmaker can shoot, and they're both over seven feet tall. I'm telling you, when you play 2K, get those guys on your team. They're game changers. They're basically like you getting two Anthony Davises for cheap. And Anthony Davis can't shoot over them. Just to let you guys know, <laughs> you put them on Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is having a rough night. They getting they're getting five seven blocks that night. <laughs> and also the other guy I'm going to street clothes Davis. <laughs> now can I tell you, right as, as we as, as we go back a little, what it, the two guys I'm really upset about? Because the two guys I really want to go after in two K is the is is is. Demar, damn, Demar, damn, no, Demarcus Cousins, no. What? Is that his? Wait, is that his first name, Demarcus? Am I saying it right? Okay, I don't know. I, I, I was, I was just confused in my head. That's why names come out wrong. I get confused, shit. But Cousins is one of those guys. That obviously, Camilla Anthony. Boogie, Boogie Cousins. There we go. I don't know why this didn't say Boogie. <laughs> but Boogie Cousins is one guy I definitely always like to go get. But more than him is Camilla Anthony. And I had to make a choice, and I didn't get Cousins, and I didn't get Taco Falls. Oh, did I get Taco Falls? I didn't get Thorn Maker. I think I got Ball Ball and Taco Falls. I was like, listen, if if, I, if I'm gonna get a point guard, only this, there's only really two point guards I be trying to go after, and that's John Morant or De'Aaron Fox right now. I'll never forget the day niggas told me I was disgusting because I said I would give Doris Burke the pipe. Are they tripping? <laughs> they tripping? <laughs> I would leave that they, woman they across tripping. the bed. Like, like they, like, they, they. I'd be like, talk basketball to me. <laughs> Tell me about the high pick and roll. Tell me about the high pick and roll. <laughs> Come across the screen now. Come across the screen. Uh, Set the pick. Set the pick. But the news about J.R. Smith, right? As he keeps get he keeps garnering more and more attention. As you know, J.R. Smith may have been a pro athlete, but now that he's in college, he followed. He he. He's underneath all of the college rules, which means that he's followed. He falls under now all the NCAA rules that he had to bypass originally in his career because he came straight out of high school, right? As I said, like he's reliving his childhood. People, he never had to go to college. That's why he's back in college now. He never went. He is signing an NIL deal. Yes. Jos and and I think it's great. Give me the drop. I need the love to see it drop. <laughs> I'll definitely get that for you. Where is it at? Where is it at? Where is it at? Well, seriously, where is it? But we'll get there. All right. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Love to see it. Love to see it. Right. He gets an NIL deal for equipment, clothing, and video games. Which is, I love to see this, not even so much for J.R. Smith. Is because we all know what J.R. What, what Smith is really doing. J.R. Smith is opening the doors for everybody. Love to see And it. not just in golf. He is opening the doors and he's also slowly paving them because he's already been through all this business minutia. And he's doubling back around and now he's trying to say, okay, how can I double down and play this way in this game? He's going to show these boys. And he's also helping to bring notoriety to a notoriety to a to a school and to a sport that normally doesn't get that kind of notoriety, so that they can also hold their own in the monetary world if of college sports. Love to see 
Because you want, uh, can I tell you right now who's the second most recognizable name in golf to me after? T- who, uh, actually, no, you're the most recognizable to me name to me in golf after Tiger Woods. J.R. Smith. Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, R- Rice. Um, exactly. Kepka. Everybody else, I'm forgetting. That isn't Jack Nicholson. Mm. The colorful guy, you know what I mean, and 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 all those. Ex- like I Rice said, <laughs> like like I said, the most, the second most, the, the most popular name in golf to me after Tiger Woods is J.R. Smith. But I'm gonna tell you this: this may be a cultural thing. This, and I'll admit it, right? It may be a cultural thing because I think that <laughs> they just showed the MJ. <laughs> you gotta show it to me so I can see this. <laughs> So it's okay, so they're watching it and look look at it, he just walked off. Like <laughs> y'all He's so mad. Why was he mad? They were they up. They blew the whole lead. But they did blow up. They, 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 they did blow like a whole twenty something point lead. <laughs> Come on now, you know who this is. Listen, because you know what? MJ, MJ is the type of nigga, we blow the lead, I'm hot. That's the reason fuck we won. They did we blow that lead. lead, nigga. That's the reason why I was ready to go to the Memphis like, game at the ha- at um, um, when I thought they were back from the half because you know because because Charlotte was up. Big time, Charlotte was up. All right. Yeah, <clears throat> so, 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 definitely, on, on the love to see it, uh, on, on I love to see it, similar, like shout out to Jr. Smith in getting an NIL deal and, and helping to bring a bigger uh, and helping to bring more notoriety, not just to college sports, but to golf and also to his alma mater. Where he's at, Kansas, Duke. He's Who, at Jr. Yeah, where is he at? He's at HBCU. Oh, okay. My bad. I, I could have swore all. No. See, the reason why I asked, I could have no. swore all of his golf teammates were white. Listen, how odd is that that uh, HBCU may have an all-white golf team? Damn, Giannis. Ooh-wee. Like, is that odd? Is that weird? I'm sorry. I just saw Giannis go between... Le- uh, uh, uh. Uh, Wait, that are they remaking a I Love Lucy? Are they wildin'? She look like her too. He don't look like Ricardo, but he she look like her. I remember watching I Love Lucy in black and white and in color. <laughs> so let, let's 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 switch over a little bit, right? Like as, as as we're talking about exciting shit that, that that we've been seeing all over the place, right? We also we also have a little bit of as, as we're watching Lamelo as I we just do. as we just watch Lamelo Ball, right? We have a little Rock Nation sports report as well, as well too. We got some Rock Nation news. We have a couple of birthday shoutouts, right? The free. Don't know. Don't know if most people know this, right? But oh wow, there's one Quentin. There's Rock Nation out athlete Quentin Ross. It's his birthday. Shout out to you. Right? We got Imani Bates. It's his birthday as well. Shout out to him. And probably the most recognizable name of all birthdays today is to one rapper and Rock Nation Sports um, um, signee and also basketball player, J. Cole. It's his birthday as well, as well too, today. That nigga should have dropped the album today. He should have. That would have been dope. I need it. I need it. Now, 
we just talked about LaMelo, right? He just had a nice little game. I don't know if he had a triple-double in that game. But LaMelo, in his last game against Indiana, he put up his fifth career triple-double. 29 points, 10 rebounds, and 13 assists. We want to give a little shout-out to Rock Nation's athlete, um, uh, LaMelo. That's just, as we just saw him beat the brakes off of the Lakers a while ago as well, too. Pissing off Michael Jordan. He took it personally when that te- when his team blew that lead. <laughs> he took it that shit personally. Like, 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 like he was on the bench and his team lost his lead when he when they sat him down. <laughs> and he was like, I might even go back in to play. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Put on his jacket and everything and left. <laughs> oh, man. And then also... Want to give another shout out to Rock Nation, not Rock Nation athlete. You may know this name, Aziz Ojalari. You guys know him, the defensive lineman for the New York Jets. Well, this guy has become the all-time rookie sack leader for the New York Giants. I said Jets a while ago, didn't I? My bad. New York Giants. So that's everything that we have for our. Our Rock Nation Sports Report, folks. Had a couple of birthdays, a couple of things to highlight. But let's go ahead and go ahead and transition because this is a perfect way for us to transition from basketball to football. As we started with J. Cole, we went to LaMelo and now and then we ended with Aziz Ojalari. Let's talk about the first football story I would like to bring up. Right? As you know how much we love them here. Right? But let's go ahead and remind the world again. Hey, hey ladies. ladies! This one is for you. As one Jefe Garcia, or as you guys may know him better as Jeffrey Garcia, <laughs> decided to show his racist side. Sorry. His, his sexist, sexist side. Sorry. Anytime it is to me, all this shit hits personally. <laughs> he decided to show his sexist side. Well, he decided to, to attack one Mina Kimes. No Mina Kimes slander shall prosper. Thank you. And he, just, and he slandered Mina Kimes by asking, because obviously Mina Kimes gave some analysis about the San Francisco 49ers and how they've been successful despite of Jimmy G. And this has been a sentiment that I think I've heard almost every single sports analyst make. And I listen to a lot of sh- people. I, I don't know how much I can tell you guys. I listen to a lot of shit. From your regulars, right? I'm going to tell you the person I listen to the least, surprisingly, Stephen mm. A. Smith. In regards to football? Period. I don't these, believe Like, these days, the person I listen to the... entertainment. Exactly. It's all about entertainment. The person I listen to the least is, is Stephen... Now, there's days I want to hear what he has to say about something because I want to be entertained. I'm not going there for information or knowledge everything that everything else i listen to for, for the most part is for everything actually almost everything i listen to is about for information and knowledge and this includes and, I, and I, i'll give you the popular ones and, I, and the ones that i and, and the other ones i'm gonna keep to myself right i can't give y'all all the ones i listen to i'm sorry i'm gonna share that shit with kg off the air fuck you guys <laughs> but because also like i consume like i tell you i consume like eight like if you give me like proper time I, i'm consuming 18 hours of sports of like sports radio in a day and and I part of me listen to live sports radio too, and I usually cut oh off, my. and I cut off, and, and I may cut off sports radio around the time that Jay will and them are on 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 because I they don't really move it for me all the time. But then I come back for Alan Horn and Bart Scott, <laughs> and I may leave again for like the Michael K show, but even come back for the Michael K show, who knows? 
That's ESP in New York. That's all. I, that's, that's the number one radio show that I listen to. But when I say like I go for information, we're talking about even from all the smoke, information, tons of insight. Um, the Gilbert Arena podcast, tons of information in there. Jalen and Jacoby podcast, tons of information in there. Mm-hmm. Oddly, even the oh, Dan, shit. you know, the freak what I mean? is down. Did we hurt the freak? Oh shit. You may have come out on the wrong. Oh. oh, shit. Oh, that's a receipt. That receipt. Now, don't go help him up. Don't go help him up. Don't go help him up. You did that shit on purpose. You knew you had no no, no way of blocking that. <sighs> Damn. Maybe he did. Shit. Uh, you, know, you know Giannis is a low-key petty motherfucker. He will come back with a, with with a with a Jokic back shivy shimmy shiver. Like, listen, he will hit you, y'all. He will catch you Crazy with, with a Greek freak Superman punch, and you won't even see it coming. Orlando sped Detroit earlier today. This, this, you know, what that may have finally given Orlando their 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 double digit win of the season. Finally, I think they might have finally just gotten their tenth win. Who they beat? Detroit. Which <laughs> did I tell you this? When I went to the get the Jets game a couple weeks ago, that during the game, right, randomly out of nowhere, I just started yelling at random times, Detroit basketball. <laughs> just fucking on every. Can I tell you? People started looking around like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> Detroit, <laughs> yo. <clears throat> I do a lot of retorted shit at a lot of times. Can I tell you that? But listen, this is this. They're all funny as fuck to me. Okay, <laughs> only because I like to see I like to see human reaction. And, and, and I, listen, sociology was one of my favorite classes. Okay, I, I love I love human. I, I love to see that that human interaction, uh, that crowd reaction. To see how people start getting. <laughs> it really threw them for a loop. People were so confused about what the fuck was going on in my direction. <laughs> As I'm as I'm as I'm rooting as I'm rooting for the Jets, laughing at the Dolphins, but yelling Detroit basketball, <laughs> while also plugging everybody to the podcast. <laughs> and you think this is crazy? Listen to the podcast, shit. <laughs> oh shit. So yeah, so Hefe Garcia basically came out. Uh, basically came out to Mina Kimes. Yeah, that's where we were at, folks. And she made a she made an analogy, and like I said, because I said I tell you, I consume everything. I consume everybody, and so I'm naming I'm naming individuals that's also said this about. So when I'm naming, so the, these pro, these programs that I'm that I'm naming, I'm not just naming them because like oh, I, like these are who I listen to, but I'm naming them because I also heard them say it, and I heard Stephen A. say it, and I heard all the smoke say it, and I heard Gilbert Arenas say it, and I and, and I and I heard Jalen and Jacoby say it, and I heard. And I and I heard Michael K and them say it, and I heard Dave Rothenberg say it, and I you know, understand like I I, I I heard people that other people go to that they love to. I heard Keyshawn Johnson say it about Jimmy that they were winning despite of Jimmy. Keyshawn is a Jimmy pom pom, but he but he will tell the truth. 
Because San Francisco, you know, he's a, you know, he's a California apologist. <laughs> but that's where the pom poms go from. Apologizing for Matthew Stafford, that's for sure. <clears throat> so that's what that's what. The, but so even I've, I've even heard say like, yeah, this team like I even heard I put it this way. He said he said enough. He may not he yeah, he doesn't attack people, but he pointed out, hey, he was he was throwing to both teams at some point in time. When he when he described that game. He described that he described him as throwing to both teams. Of, oh, he played for both sides and so at one point in time. Is that not saying that that you like that in a way that you won despite of your quarterback? If you think your quarterback was playing for both sides and they took the and, and his words are and they took the ball out of the quarterback's hands. Is that not saying that you won be despite of your quarterback? So everybody had this take. Why did he attack Mina Kimes? Out of everybody. You didn't want to. You, you didn't want to attack Keyshawn. You didn't want to attack Don Orlowski. You didn't want to. You didn't want to attack Bart Scott or 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 or, or Swagoo or Big Perk or <laughs> I even listen to Swagoo and Perks and Perks um podcast too. They they just they just drop one. Great quality. You understand? And um, we're talking Rex Ryan and Bart Scott. Like, I, what, what did I say? I said I said no. Big Big Perk and Swagoo, Bart Scott and Rex Ryan. Like, like they've said it on their podcast. So why attack Mina Kimes? Like, like why go for the smallest person in the room? That's literally what he did. Like, not only did he go after the only woman that said that that he could point out, he also went for the smallest. Per- he also went after the smallest person in the room, little Asian woman. And like, we pronounce it Kimes, but I always thought her names were Kims. <laughs> Yo, Hefe, you realize your whole sexist side just showed because then his justification, why would you listen to her? Why, um, she, why, who, uh, who would listen to her, um, talk football? She doesn't know anything about it. Like, how, how, how could she know? Because she basically has never played. Then basically, you can't talk about anything outside of being a quarterback. You can't talk about the running backs. Oh, well, I had running backs. I always had it. Well, no, sorry, you can't talk about it. You don't know what they see. You can't talk about wide receivers. You can't talk about the defense. You can't talk basketball. You can't even talk tax. Actually, you can't talk politics. You 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 can't talk nothing. Like like you like you really and this and and and, and I heard and I actually heard this from Stephen A. Because like, this happened to be one of the few days that I watched him recently. Not only were you being sexist and trying to and try to degrade other women. You were also degrading your own, your own af, your own peers, your own athletes. Like you were trying to set back the like the other pl- pl- your peers and your players that are trying to make themselves in other spaces, and people look at them and be like, "Oh, you're just an athlete. Why don't you stay in your football realm? You don't know shit about growing marijuana. You don't know shit about opening up your own Starbucks. You don't know shit about you don't know shit about running a business. You don't know shit about opening a school. You don't know shit about this. What the fuck, Hefe? Puneta, maricón, tu madre es sucio. I was I can't surprise you came out of a woman. <laughs> no, what? He was talking like he came out of a man's For ass. Real. And what? It's talking about man's men's asses. Wasn't T.O. accusing you of being gay when you were playing? When he talks, he sounds gay. So, listen, get whatever it is out of your ass. <laughs> because you're talking out of it, and it's not... Oh, mouth. And, 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 and it's not looking good, Hefe. 
Garcia. I swear, boy. Like, <clears throat> and I know, not just for women, but in so many different walks of life, you just have to say to yourself, like, this is 2020. You know, like, in 2012, we used to say, like, that. this is 2012. I can't believe we still... Still, this is 2022. I still can't believe we... You know what I mean? Like, have in a in, in a position where you have made progress as a guy with a Spanish name and as an athlete, you want to put your thumb on the woman. Why are you going after the smallest person in the room, Hefe? Why did you say that shit about Bart Scott? Why did you call out Bart? Why did you call out Swagoo? Why did you call out one of these big-ass defensive linemen that, 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 that said that same shit that you used to play? Why did you call one of them out? Pussy. I'm gonna call you Zach. I shouldn't even call you pussy because pussies are tougher than you. Mm. You're fucking old porridge. You're soft and you're moldy. And nobody wants to eat you. <laughs> Where was I? What, what's, what's our other topic of the day? Let's just stay in football. <laughs> right? Let's get... yeah, I'm so tired. Oh my God. <laughs> He's old porridge. Fuck him. <laughs> I'm too tired for this shit. Fucking old porridge. I'm dead. I don't want to call him a pussy. Pussies are fucking really durable. The beatings that pussies take is still stay. <laughs> okay, let's <laughs> Like, the things that happen to pussies. Like, <laughs> like, ah! like, whole people come out of them. And then, and then you go, and we and you can still put something. Like, no, no, no. I'm just saying. Like, Heffy, you're, 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 you're spoiled porridge. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, let's stay. We're still staying in football. Let's give out some roses, right? Because some roses do need to be given out. As some in some Hall of Fame individuals have, are calling it a rap. I'm glad you're here for this part. One of them happens to be your quarterback. I'll let you give his sports eulogy as we give him his roses. And we're talking about, obviously, one big Ben Roethlisberger. What do you got to say about your quarterback that yeah, he, yet you have been watching over the last 17 years, two championships, all that jazz? We appreciate you setting the standard. Setting the standard or keeping the standard? Setting it. For, setting the Pittsburgh standard? For the new, for the new wave. That's the thing. There's a, there's a, there's a clear breakage. It's, it was clear. There was... Mm, there Antonio was a, Brown and, and, and Le'Veon Bell. But... But appreciate him for keeping that constant and whatnot. Because even like there was like a couple years before he were, not that they were bad, they were still competitive and whatnot. But shit still felt weird. There was not, there was no real stability at the quarterback position. You had the bus, and you were trying, and, and and it was coming out to the end of his career, and you were trying to stabilize that shit. Damn the bus, Is the bus still on TV? Not that I know of. He was on TV though, right? For a while? Not that I know of. <laughs> Shit. He should have been on TV. He should have been on TV right beside LL Cool J. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> but I feel like he should be right beside LL Cool J. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Ben Roethlisberger. Roses. Eulogy. No, I mean... I don't have much to say. Like, like <coughs> you said, it's, it's very simple. He, he, 
kept the standard, upheld the standard, reinforced the standard when it seemed like it was wavering. He even had his own adversity because, you know, every now and then somebody, someone likes to come and say, you know, rapist and all of that. But I was going to make sure I was going to say, you know, I don't even anybody mention that today. Uh, uh, but, you know, it, it's part hey, of his history. Trust, trust me. Like, retired. Ooh, ooh, retired. Ooh. And it's somebody literally came literally came in, in a group chat that I made said by a rapist. I was like, okay. Yeah, that, that's some crazy shit. It's and like, I, you know, I mean, it's, it's not, not that you ever want to forget what somebody did. You know, you remind and whatnot. But one thing you can also, not that you necessarily want to forgive, but can you really look at this man and, and say that something that he did, I want to say, 13 years ago? Well, I'm going to tell you this. If it's, if it's rape, you can never let that go. Oh, no. Like, actual rape. But that's the thing. But People are calling him rapist, but I don't ch- chances are, especially at that time when he was no more than my age, he, w- he was simply an entitled fuck who just won his Super Bowl and he not smashed too long some random ago. Girl, he smashed some random drunk broad in the bathroom and... And acted very entitled and privileged about it. And when she... And, they, and, they, and she took it away and here we go. And, and the next day, when she was and when she was sober and her friends were like, hey, la 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 la, you, you hooked up with somebody. Somebody. Do you know who you hooked it up with? Like, no, it was Ben Roethlisberger. Like, what? Really? Because listen, because also, Obi needs... More minutes. God. And he's learning how. To, you know what, though? I'm going to tell you this. His first year, he wasn't ready. You can see there was still something lacking that first year. Like, like even just his spacing on the floor. Like, he was. He looked awkward on the floor, if, if I can say the least, right? If, I don't know if anybody else saw that. He looked kind of awkward on the floor. Like, kind of uncomfortable. Like, 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 a, like a baby ostrich first learning how to walk kind of shit, right? Now that motherfucker like a full-grown ostrich in stride. <laughs> that motherfucker's going 65 miles an hour keeping up to you like, ah! <laughs> so, like, like, but, and, and his, and his plus might, he pop, I think he has the best plus minus on the team overall all year. But you know what though? Again, this goes back to the original belief of him. He was brought in here to replace Julius Randle. But Julius, but but Julius Randall had his breakout year. And I don't know if you ever answered my question yet. What did Julius Randall do? Did he have an outlier year and everybody figured it out? Or did he ball for the bag? Just so he can quit again and go back to normal. Was he one of those guys that he balled for the bag? He balled because it was a contract year. And we won't see this again from him until his next contract year. Is he one of those? Because if he's that guy, he's lost all respect for me. He's scum to me. I hate those guys. I hate those guys. But it's not about this. It's about Ben Roethlisberger. Okay, so as a as a spectator of Ben, right? Not a fan of the team. Yeah, Ben. Ben really held hold down. What has been that steel curtain culture? He's really helped hold that down. He had his one little hiccup. And like and, and as we say, even with that hiccup, 
from what I just heard that happened with Drake recently, like I don't, I, I'm definitely not putting anything past any of these broads anymore. Like, like I'm sorry, like you, like I know you want the benefit of the doubt, but that benefit of the doubt is gonna have to be highly proven when mm. you got when you got people going into the bathroom sucking semen out of a condom. Mm. 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 So when you have nasty bitch. So when you have random hookup sex with somebody because they were balling at the club, which I have been, ta- I've been able to see people take advantage of first person. Right, that all you had to do, yeah, you don't have to be a baller for life. You just have to be a baller for the night, mm. and, and you could, and you could catch somebody that's right, that 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 just wants you to fucking turn her around and knock out her sight. I'm just saying, a lot of people have regrettable have do things on regrettable nights when um uh, have a lot of regrettable nights where they where they do something kind of shake when they do something kind of iffy. Normally the next day you don't have a face to put to it anymore. And that, and then when you do put a face to it, that face doesn't have millions of dollars in a Super Bowl ring. I'm not saying that he didn't do it, but you got to prove to me that he fully did it. Before, I, before, before I cannot throw what is just simply reasonable doubt in my mind because what he did, I know, I have done, and plenty of people have done. And I'm not talking about raping anybody. I'm talking about balling for a night, popping bottles, get in a VIP section, have chicks flock to you, and then go have sex with them in a bathroom. Or in the car real quick. Or in a corner. And then later on, you'll be like, damn, I don't even know if any... I don't even know if that girl even remembers my name. Mm. Oh, you see that girl an hour later, and she looks way more trash than you anticipated. Like, oh, damn, she really fucked up. (laughs) Like she wasn't that fucked up an hour ago. I can tell you that much. Like she was very coherent. At B, I'm telling you, cause she did things to me that I, I don't even want to say. <laughs> <laughs> like I was in there. Like I'm like, no, stop, don't. I'm a boy. <laughs> I am not a man. <laughs> so so definitely want to give our roses out to Big Ben, right? Because he has definitely earned the respect. Uh, he should have earned the respect of all. Sports fans and as much as well as his peers, like I said, Ben Ben Ben, ben Roethlisberger comes from is one of the last dying breeds of stand in the paint and take it. Actually, Joe Burrow comes from that same cloth. Stand in the paint and take that and take your licking like a man, because what man doesn't like a good licking? Maybe that's where that phrase comes from. <laughs> you know what I mean? <coughs> so. Definitely roses. I didn't, to- I didn't know if that needed a pause or if that just needed just, that <laughs> just more pause. clarity. <laughs> I don't think that one needed a pause. I wasn't. I wasn't talking about being licked from men. <laughs> like, listen, we're not playing. The, I, 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 I wasn't talking about the most famous Japanese game out here. Not, we're not talking about Pokemon over here. No. Yo. <laughs> Yo. I'm just talking about getting a licking. Yo. Um. So two-time champion. MVP of the of the finals, right? I don't think he, I can't remember if he was MVP of the league. He has every single Pittsburgh Steeler passing record. He's in the top five of all time rec, all time yards, right? Did he did he break all all top five? I think he's in the top ten. Definitely, I know he's definitely in the top ten. I'm not sure if he's top five though. I thought he made okay. I thought he made top five. At least if he's not top five, then he's, then he's like top six. He's something. It's, it's it's something like super close like that. <laughs> Um, yeah, Big Ben Roethlisberger. Like, 
talking about being able to stand into the paint and take a, and and have guys literally bounce off of you just like, with, with a shrug of a shoulder. You know, like you just move your feet, move your foot one step, and and, and they're hanging off of you like like Jeff Van Gundy in the playoffs. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like so, it, it, it gets crazy. Also, more roses. Gronk may be retiring, and if Gronk is retiring for the second time, just 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 general roses. And we know how much it was for him to try to come back. He he wanted to have fun with football. Look like he may have gotten the fun. Got I'm um, got another Super Bowl ring out of it. Don't know how things are going back this year. Really, he was talking from a place of emotion. That if you had to ask him right now, he doesn't know if he wants to come back. But he but he still doesn't really know. But if you had to ask him to make a decision right right now, he's like, no, I'm not coming back. But who knows what happens in the year begins? Tom Brady calls him, but like, hey, I'm coming back for one more year. I need my guy. Nothing I can do to take me away from my guy. Like that's dumb. They're like bosom buddies. They're brothers, they're happy, and they're singing, and they're not colored, but they know how to high-five. Oh, I missed. (laughs) All right, cut and print. Put your head up, what? Put your head up. And that's a whole different thing. I've been watching that shit on on Hulu. Life is good. Oh, man. Fucking living single. Love to see it. Big up living single. So shout out to... Oh, definitely. Big up to living single. And so so Gronk may retire, and again Gronk, as as when as it comes to New England players, um, when it comes to people that that I, teams that I hate but of players I respect, Gronk gets a lot of my respect, way more respect than Tom Brady does. <laughs> and listen, 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 listen. It's it's really not my fault, right? About it, it's it's just really how. <laughs> it's, it's, it's coming it's, it's so really it's, it's really just how things kind of played out right that they just happen to have two different positions right and they also have two different kind of personalities Gronk has a personality that you can kind of fuck with and Tom Brady well, I'm from New York and you know what Tom Brady's a fucking bitch and also you know just for the fuck of it yo you thought Trey Young was still good right? fuck Trey Young fuck Trey Young fuck Trey Young fuck Trey Young <laughs> <laughs> But also, can I tell you, part of the reason I always I had a nice little respect for Gronk because of what Gronk's perception is versus what he really is. And what he really is is a smart-ass businessman. And what perception is is dumb jock party animal. And one of the reasons that we've, that we've mentioned about Gronk and always highlighted and bigged him up for is the fact that he's one of those players that hasn't touched one one dime of his actual NBA con- um, NFL contract. Ooh. He is living 100% off of endorsements. Which is why, I, why I'm wondering, with all this money that players get from endorsements and all of them... You didn't hear me last... You didn't hear me on Wednesday, but I put a new wrinkle into this, into me calling out players and their love of female sports, technically. Ooh, KJ, let me ask you this. What does a lot of what do you catch a lot of athletes doing when it comes to trying to invest, right? What what do they, what, 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 what what do you see a lot of them doing or trying to do? A lot Something of, for themselves. But a lot of them are always trying to own teams, right? And they they always want to own a team, right? You always saying like I want to own a team, want to own a team. And part of the reason they probably want to own a team is because they've seen how the money has gone up from owning a team, right? They see what the owners are like they see what the people that are paying them are like, but I feel like they're missing a step. Like they see the they, they see the Z, but they're missing the A through Y. 
And one of the things that they're missing is that these owners caught a young league while it was young and ownership prices were cheap. So when you're trying to get into an NBA and football and baseball team, these teams are already in the billions. You can't buy that. But you know where you know who does have a bunch of cheap teams that you could probably get into and buy? As you say that you love women's sports so much? The WNBA. Mm. This a you can oh, you can start a WNBA franchise for five hundred thousand, five hundred mm. million, sorry, two hundred and fifty uh. million. Are you telling me that these players don't have two hundred and fifty million dollars from 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 advertising deals alone? Are you telling me LeBron James's last Sprite contract was not fifty million dollars, five hundred million dollars? <laughs> His last sneaker deal wasn't... Are you telling me these, these people's sneakers deals aren't $500 million deals? Players are now getting paid $50 million per year. Yet you want to be a 0.1% owner of the Utah Jazz. Instead of trying to open up a franchise team for the Miami Fever. Or whatever you want to call your Miami... Your, your, Miami, your, your Miami expansion team, Dwayne Wade. I'm just saying. I find that odd. That none of them have tried going that route. Become WNBA team owners. But I that, that was just something that, that, that I that, that I had to just had to be brought in there. We finally get to this week in basketball. This week in football, right? We have the championship week, right? Not not the not the Super Bowl, but championship week. Conference championship play. Cincinnati, Kansas City, San Francisco, LA. Joe Burrow keeps making weird history. Right, so with their victory a couple weeks ago, it was the first time that a tweet or a text message had ever, any kind of social media message or a text message had ever been sent about a Cincinnati Bengals vic- playoff victory. First time in history that happened, with this victory this week. Also, with this with his victory, this is the first time a first overall quarterback has made it to a conference championship in their first two years. No first time, no first overall quarterback, has, no first overall first overall pick has ever done that. Which makes me realize how overrated picking a quarterback is so early. <laughs> These guys really have to reach, but it's because of how many there are. I, I get, you know, we get it. And then Kansas City has a nice little story that came out of there as well, as when they woke up the next day after beating in Buffalo, they received. Sorry, Buffalo actually, after losing to Kansas City, Buffalo received a lot of $13 donations from the Kansas City fan base to Josh Allen's Allen's organization. They ended up raising like $250,000, some weird shit like that. Also, um, a a jersey, a, a brand new jersey, ended up breaking top 10 in sales. Which is a Buffalo jersey, number 13, with the name Sex. Now, part of this, if people wonder, like, what the hell are the... The Buffalo Bills fan base has always been very frugal, very with their charity work. And if they find out that, like, the person that you're playing has a charity, when they beat you, they'll donate to your player's charity. Like they've like Bills Mafia has done that a couple of times, so, so they always so they always, so they always done that in in a, in a weird way, and now we have this, where Kansas City fans are returning the favor. 
And Elsley, since they started doing that, that has also helped Josh Allen's fund because because they did it to other people's funds. A lot of other fan bases have also turned around and done so. So Kansas City's fan base is not the first one to do it for Buffalo, but it's always a good thing to hear. It was always a warming story to hear. Are you crying? It's touching you that much? No, I'm tired. <laughs> You're talking. I want to get this quick point and go home. Oh, what point you got? You got a point for us? I'm gonna make this shit quick. Listen, Cincinnati, it's been a great year, but you gotta go through this process. You do? Of some type of pain before you get to ultimate prosperity. Ask Kansas City about it. That's why the Chiefs are gonna win Sunday. It's gonna be closer than the experts think because it's seven and a half point favorite. Take Cincinnati to cover. It's gonna be a great game, but be, their hearts are gonna be broken. Chiefs take that game. 49ers Rams. The, the Rams can't keep getting their tails whipped by the 49ers. Eventually, the buck stops. Hey, that's what, that's what we fucked uh, about Green Bay. Eventually, the buck... No, that, that's, a complete, that's a completely different scenario. He owns them. That's He's a, always owned them. That is a completely different <laughs> scenario. That is a completely... And for one, those 0-4 losses, those are spreading back years. These recent for some of those losses, Jimmy wasn't even on that team. Jimmy wasn't even on that team. That, that some of those losses that the that, that the Packers took from them, but the Rams, but the Rams, the, these these six straight losses, eventually you gotta break through, eventually, and Stafford, you had the excuses. Of not making it to the Super Bowl if this was Brady or Rodgers. Don't let Jim G be the quarterback that holds you back from getting to the Super Bowl. <coughs> oh, otherwise, man. otherwise, what the hell that you just did at at, at Tampa? Null and void. Anyway, but and that's my this, take. Uh, Good night. Can I ask you this though? Why you walk out? If he quick. if he if Jimmy G if he does lose to Jimmy G, what does that say about Jimmy? Because it don't it only matters. Because Jimmy keeps making it to Super Bowls. Don't, don't give me that. If Jimmy G, if all Jimmy G did was go uh, 11 of 16 for 140 something yards and, and an interception, no. Sometimes you don't have to be the star. You just gotta be. You just gotta make, do enough to win. Go 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 do 20 for 30 for for 275 and two touchdowns and then talk to me. See, you want the you want the numbers to, to back it up too. So let's so let's let's get into this, right? Folks, as, as we wind down to like about the last 20 minutes of the podcast. What's going on, Poe? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Oh, she's in the other room sleeping. You heard KJ just walking out a while ago, actually. So it's just it's just me, myself, and I. That's how I have in the end. That's what I found out. <laughs> KJ. It was KJ. KJ was in the... You just, you, just, you just missed KJ. He just walked out. But he may join back... Um, through the hotline, at, on his way home, he had to get out of it. He was he was getting kind of tired. But don't worry, we're about to we're about to wrap up the podcast. Just about twenty minutes, and as we wrap up, we're gonna get into this football weekend. Cause I know that's what you guys have really been. Oh, right, line, Shugs. Oh, here she goes, Poe. <laughs> like he was waiting. I thought that was KJ. I thought he forgot something. <laughs> So I heard the front door close. I was right. like, all right, that's my cue. <laughs> Can the gold make sure it's locked? If you don't mind? No. Thank you. He's so sweet. So You heard me tell him no, right? And I said, and I said, they said, okay. hey, beautiful. No. And I said, thank you. You're so sweet. You guys heard me say, thank you, right? This not how he acts. 
When he on camera, he a different person. Behind closed doors, he's vicious, okay? So don't let him fool you. Do not be fooled, people, okay? Look at him. You guys know I'm vicious. Ruthless aggression. <laughs> so, like I said, we had some, like, with the Kansas City and Cincinnati game, we had a couple of nice little stories coming out there. One of the donation to the, uh, one, one of the Kansas City Chiefs donation to to the Buffalo Bills um, organization, uh, our Josh our Josh Allen's uh, um, fundraiser, and also Cincinnati uh, and <laughs> also also Cincinnati uh, making it and having a quarterback that has been there for the first time. I know he's a brat. Listen, you guys, shut up. Okay, talking about me. I'm right here. Fuck. Say that shit to my face. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I don't have it up. Well, I could put it up. Why? The whole point of you putting it there. I don't have it up because he left. I don't have it up. I was looking at YouTube. I didn't see him. Oh. Mm hmm. Don't talk to me. Did I not switch it over? Thank Need me to call? Sure, knock yourself out. Thank you. You know what I'm Because you know I want to play a game of 2K when I'm done with this. Get a game in before I'm done. Hell you got like no. 20 whole minutes. When I play the video games, I want to play all night. Oh, then. I don't want to play for like the next 30 minutes. And then I got to, hi. <laughs> then you have to, hi. I love playing when I'm, hi. <laughs> <laughs> See, we're both squirrels. <laughs> all we want to do is get a nut. <laughs> no, he the only one that want to get a nut. Y'all should see his Twitter account. <laughs> it's ruthless. Yeah, it is ruthless. So, we have Cincinnati, Kansas City, San Francisco, and Los a and LA. Yo, they are cracking up. <laughs> wow, what happened? <laughs> no, Poe's just cracking up right now. Cole ain't stopped laughing since you've been on. <laughs> now, I know what I know what KJ said about like there's a process to this, right? You get lumps, and everything just doesn't come this easy. But that's what they said. That's what they said to Patrick Mahomes. And granted, Patrick Mahomes did have to take his lumps, but what if your lumps are in the soup? Lovely lady lumps? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Let me know. <laughs> what if your lumps are in the Super Bowl? What if his lumps are in the Super Bowl and that's when he finally learns his lesson? Cincinnati, the weird thing about since last weekend, right? Since, since, the, since the divisional rounds is that you can see very easily the underdogs winning here. And it's not always like that. And mainly because of how the underdogs have dominated the teams that they're playing during the regular season. Cincinnati has had the city's number. San Francisco has had the Rams' number. So, while we all want to see Kansas City in L.A. as L.A., you know what I mean, as, as, the, as the Rams beat San Francisco and Kansas City beat Cincinnati... I mean, I mean, are you going to have shit in your cereal if we have a Super Bowl with Cincinnati versus San Francisco? Or is your milk still fresh and you still got some Fruit Loops? <laughs> because a, a Super Bowl between Joe Burrow and San Francisco, because I know, because it isn't, because it isn't for, because it, it wouldn't be to, to watch, to watch Jimmy Garoppolo. It'll be to watch what San Francisco does as a whole, and also to see what Joe Burrow is doing. 
Well, if we want, we get Kansas City and LA. This is the see. That's the flashy game. That's the game with all the stars. That's Patrick Mahomes. It's 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 Travis Kelce. It's the cheetah. You know, it's it's Matt Stafford. It's it's Aaron Donald. It's Vaughn Miller. It's OBJ. You know what I'm saying? It's Cooper Cup. It's every it's it's all it comes like like that game is just gonna have star after star after star after star after star everywhere. Everywhere. We're Cincinnati and San Francisco, we're talking about Jimmy G and Debo Samuels. And then on the other side we're talking we're, we're talking we're talking Jamar Chase and smoking Joe Burrow. So while he, so while we get a little bit of lo- like a little bit of loss in in star power, like I'm sorry, like like I'm watching, I want to watch these those, any one of those games. So see the I, I've been I've been hesitating all week. I've been really hesitating all because I don't know who I want to win. I do know one thing. I think they I definitely think that that seven and a half point spread definitely gets covered. Like like uh, they don't, uh, they, don't uh, they, uh, they don't cover. It's, it's gonna be closer than seven and a half points. It's going to be closer than seven and a half points. I'm telling you that right now. I don't think that, think that smoking, I don't think that Joe Burrow goes out like a chump. I think I, I, this is one of those games that if you're telling me that this is a shootout, then you have a great combination for a shootout here. Cincinnati has the has the quarterback and the wide receiver to go for 500 yards. We've seen it for 250 yards as a receiver. We've seen him. So I'm telling you, if they have to go for 600 yards and Jamar Chase gets his 300 in them, they'll do it. And that's what it takes to beat Kansas City. This may really be... I'm going to tell you what I'm anticipating. I'm anticipating Buffalo all over again. I'm anticipating, I'm anticipating Kansas City and Buffalo all over again. Where this game is going to be determined literally by the last person to have possession of the ball. Because that's going to be the last individual to score a touchdown. Whether we have 13 seconds left or 58 seconds. This is one of those games. Now, San Francisco, L.A., while LA likes to score, San Francisco likes like likes to muck shit up. And I think this is gonna look a lot like how San Francisco and Green Bay look. Do I think it's gonna be 13-10? No. But I don't think it's more than 20 to 14. And if it's a 20 to 14 game, that means LA ain't scoring. Which is that San Francisco is frustrating the fuck out of them. And if we're talking about a dog fight where you gotta have to muck it up at the end of frustration, I don't know if LA is built for the muck. You know, it's built for a grimy game. Now, LA's biggest weapon is not their quarterback. It's not their wide receiving core. It's, 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 it's not their offense. Their biggest weapon is and will remain to be that offensive that sorry that defensive line that defensive line is going to dictate this 
game. And, and, me distracted over here. You guys don't even know. <laughs> Cheater. <laughs> Stop playing fear. <laughs> the, okay. Let's just go in and say, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pick Cincinnati to win. I'm going to pick Cincinnati to win, but I'm also going to pick the LA Rams to win. Like, like I'm telling you, this is hard. Like, this hurts my, this hurts my soul. Like, like, because, the LA Rams, they that offensive line is that that defensive line. I think is just gonna is just gonna make too much trouble for for Jimmy G, and that's probably where the mistakes are gonna start happening. We're gonna see the tide turn in the game. For Cincinnati, we've seen that it doesn't matter how many times you 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 hit Joe Burrow. Actually, Joe Burrow is over here making all these quarterbacks look soft. Joe Burrow is over here making a scene like yo. You get hit nine times and, and that takes you get sacked you get sacked four times and all of a sudden you, that's taking you out the game when you're seeing ghosts like you soft be you soft got sacked nine times nine he's like fifty cent nine times B I don't know how many nicknames I'm gonna have for smoking Joe Burrow we gonna call smoking Joe Burrow keep it thorough Joe fifty cent Burrow if he win a championship I'm gonna adopt him as the Brooklyn Burrow. I'm going Cincinnati. I'm going Cincinnati only because I just like what I'm seeing there. They may not be ready yet. They may they may be too young. They may be too they may be young, but I think they're ready, but they may not be ready yet. I hope they're ready. I hope they're ready. Kansas City is still the glamour pick. Like that's that's the head pick. It's in, it's Kansas City. The heart pick, which is what I'm going with, that's Cincinnati. That's Cincinnati all day on Broadway. With San Francisco and LA. My head, I'm going with the head there, and I'm going with L.A. Uh, you, I don't think my heart can't talk to me enough to pick San Francisco, because I don't have enough heart in that fight to pick San Francisco. I just wanted, I, I just like chaos sometimes. And if I can get Cincinnati in the Super Bowl, that's enough chaos for me. But you understand, if, if Joe Burrow beats Patrick Mahomes to get into the Super Bowl, oh, yeah, that's more than enough chaos to make me sleep well tonight or that night. LA's off. Uh, LA's defensive line is gonna is gonna dictate. Is gonna. I think it's gonna. Ooh. Yes and please. Thank you. KJ ain't bring no alcohol. No, I don't think so. He said he was gonna bring some. You know what? I'm Did he? Have a top. What's that? Water. Ice. It was old ice. Uh, okay. It's gonna do it. So Ooh. it's chilled. A little bit. You know what I mean? We got a little bit of right here. Let me just show y'all what I poured his ass. A little bit of black label. Bring, bring it down so they can see it down here. There we go. There we go. Show show to YouTube. That's where YouTube see that. Listen, yeah. they be, that's the behind the scenes people. They'll be all right. They don't have to see everything. They see Y'all see how much he drank? He drank this whole bottle by himself. Two days ago. Two days ago. He need help. Everybody. Please, let's have what you call that thing—an intervention. I do for need Thailand. help because it took two days. It take two days for me to drink this. I'm gonna need some help drinking the rest of this. Hi y'all! I'm his number one fan. I mean, like I knew that there were people there before I came into his world or whatever. But <laughs> he's obsessed. Shut up. <laughs> Who isn't obsessed with their number one fan? So. 
chaos. The head pick for Kansas City and <laughs> for Kansas City and Cincinnati. I'm going with the heart pick when it comes to Cincinnati. Now, when it comes to when it comes to San Francisco and LA, I'm gonna go with my head here. I can't. I can't. My heart can't pick Jimmy G. It really can't. Like my heart can't pick Jimmy G for shit. But baby, you're such a bitch. What I do? Why you put me on camera? Because you did y'all see how he just had his camera off, right? Okay. You was you already came on camera. It don't matter. You got my gut all in the camera and everything. I, I didn't put your gut anywhere. It don't matter. You, you, you aimed at my gut. You have a gut. I, I looked over and all I seen was that roll. What? Tootsie roll. Golly. Tootsie roll. <laughs> I ain't put no makeup on. My hair is in a bonnet. This ratchet. Why the fuck he did that to me? This is, this is real life over here. Ah, this is real life. Real world. My T style. No. <laughs> None of that. <laughs> rich. Take so, a shot for me. So 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 when it, so when it comes down to it, right? I I'm, I guess for the Super Bowl, I'm looking forward to seeing the Cincinnati versus the LA Rams. And if we get the Cincinnati versus LA Rams, who knows what's happening there? I'm probably gonna stick with the LA Rams because ultimately I would like to see the LA Rams win. I would like to see Matthew Stafford win, and I would like to see the team that hosts the Super Bowl play in the Super Bowl and win it because I wanted to. I want them to show that. What Tom Brady just did? OnlyFans was <laughs> mediocre. OnlyFans. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, baby? <laughs> get the no, get off the no, What the hell? Okay, we are. We are. Oh shit! Oh, 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 okay. All right, folks. Uh, that's a wrap. Have, have a have a nice weekend. I hope you continue to catch. Ah! I hope you continue to catch your way. That number subsides. That's the Mighty Sports Podcast. And I'm out of here. No, wait, you're going to break the chair. I am. We'll buy a new one. <laughs> Nuggy. Sorry. Oh, like literally. Okay, hold on. Baby, uh, good. Let me let me go ahead and get my shit situated. Baby, <laughs> baby, 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 That's not saving me. No lag. No. Y'all see this? I get abused all the time. Okay. Go share my talents with Podbean Live. If y'all don't hear from him on Monday, y'all know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Just a lot yeah, see later this, right? than a lot of listeners thought. That's what we call foreplay. Last <laughs> of the real gabbers. Yeah, you like it, bro. Well, maybe not the what last. What a great way to end the show. Munchkin got good mic skills. New, improved, my T podcast. Oh, no, I can't share that one. Potting down now. Last call for drinks. Bars closing. <laughs> Sun's out. Look, 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 look. She like, what the fuck happened over here? Heard the casino got a buffet. What was breakfast. all the hype? Why were they excited? In Don't want to go far. Wild night. Tired, B. Tired. I like how alcohol. My T Sports. <laughs> that shit was cray. Nah, I mean. I hope everybody's seen your ass get whooped. Y'all seen me get attacked, right?
Somebody call the police. Well, don't call the police. Don't get the police involved. Listen, no, not at all. Listen, you just mind your own goddamn business, honestly. Like, what the fuck goes on over here? Like I said, it's considered foreplay. We, we want to have some rough streets, sex afterwards. How about that? Holla at your boy. He finna 